0: Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grape Talk podcast. My name is Mark. Again, joined with Garrett, John, and welcome back, Alex. Hello. We just got back from the theater. We just saw Ghostbusters Afterlife.
1: Correct. And on that note, I'm officially changing my name to podcast now, you guys. So (laughs) it's no longer Garrett. It's Mark, John, and podcast.
2: Listen, you don't have the hair to support that name.
1: I will buy a fucking wig. That kid had beautiful hair. So jealous. So jealous. Well, with that being said,
0: of course, there's going to be spoilers. Spoilers. There's always spoilers here. Before you put your earbuds in and start listening to us talk about the new movie and you want to check it out first without any spoilers, go get it watched and come back before that. How are we doing today? It's been a couple weeks since we recorded. Yeah. I'm feeling a little uh, rusty.
1: Worst in show happened, but we recorded those mm. in advance. So yeah, yeah. a little peek behind the curtain, if you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, we were rested. Well, we're supposed to be rested and in good health, but let's be honest. We're falling apart and tired as shit.
0: What does this say when you rest and then you wake up hurting worse than when you went to bed? That's just it says, it says it. <laughs> things are progressing as they should.
2: That's called Tin Man Syndrome. <laughs> oh, no.
0: That sounds worse than getting old.
3: Uh, they're very similar, though.
0: So. Yeah. Well, what have you guys been up to since last time?
3: What have I been up to? Not a whole lot. I watched uh, Ghostbusters 1 and 2 prepare for this. Uh, Very glad that I did that. Um, Did you
1: watch Ghostbusters uh, Answer the
3: Call? Is that the 2016 one? That's the girl
1: Ghostbusters, yes. No,
3: I did not. But not out of any hatred. It's just I don't own it and I wasn't going to pay $8 for it. Uh, If it was on sale, like everything else, but they really did not want to mark that one down. So I got it for
0: free. Oh. Sony was so ashamed of that movie when it came out they gave it to me for free
3: wow well in 2021 you cannot get it for free it cost seven ninety nine. and I just didn't want to pay that
1: <laughs> it's worth every cent you guys
3: uh, so you so, watched
1: Ghostbusters what else have you been up to
3: I watched No Time to Die not a horror movie but also a good movie
1: Golden
0: Eye James Bond
3: those are words. That, yeah.
0: <laughs> what else is associated with this property that I can uh, say? Ooh, ooh, Jaws. I like that Jaws. Oh, Remember yeah,
3: that, yeah, Jaws? yeah, yeah, That's right. Mm-hmm. Man with
1: mm-hmm. the metal teeth.
2: Yeah, that was gangster.
1: What was the uh, odd job? That was my favorite. Yeah, odd job was mm-hmm. cool, too.
2: I was just thinking about Joe Don Baker's character in uh, GoldenEye the other day when he hits the engine block with a sledgehammer. I don't know why I was thinking about that, but it was out of my mind. Joe <laughs> Don
0: just pops into your brain.
2: Yeah you know that's what
1: he does Mitchell.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i got nothing i didn't don't think i watched any horror you can take it easy
1: been kicking the holidays as they should be
3: yeah it, you know exactly all uh,
1: right
0: mark so thanksgiving um sat down plopped 15 dollars on a
1: movie called black friday i saw the trailer for this and i was very tempted to bring it up like should we do this and then you texted us
0: that movie is bad it's not good at all do not watch it even with bruce campbell in it mm-hmm. like i was just uh The pacing's terrible, the jokes aren't funny, there's way too many characters, everybody's a caricature. Uh, But yeah, basically what happens is this uh, asteroid, it's one of them stories where the asteroid comes down and turns everybody into a zombie-like creature, and all the shoppers are breaking into a toy store. Nobody that watched it with me liked it, so.
2: That's a shame that sounds like it could be a really fun plot for a solid B movie. Like, it could be really fun based on your description, but... Mm -hmm.
0: The problem is, is the jokes didn't land. The setting itself is really hard to believe. Uh, Also has Devin Sawa in it. Yeah, I saw that. um, Mm -hmm. Who plays, like, a 50-year-old guy who works a register. Like, imagine being our age and older and working at the Toys R Us and, like, liking your job. Like, a lot of that didn't work.
3: Hey, there's people out there who you know, <laughs> retail for all the people who like their jobs at retail. Mark doesn't speak for yeah. uh, the podcast.
1: Oh,
0: listen,
3: you're the, the
1: bread and butter. You're the backbone of this fucking country.
3: That's so. right.
0: But nobody's like into it. I you think know, there they, are. They're there for the paychecks.
2: I mean, there are people who are didn't have the grades to become a children's librarian, so now they have to go work at the toy store. I guess. Yeah.
0: But after being there for a decade or so, you think you'd move up in the company? You still wouldn't be at the register? Hey, when you find your sweet spot, you stick with that.
3: (laughs) After a decade, all the people who hated it have filtered out. So all that's left are the true believers. The
1: diehards.
0: Yeah. Well, you tell me where these stores are and I'll start shopping there. And I'll say, thank you for your service. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Well, I don't, you know, I'll start keeping a list for you, Mark. That cashier was very happy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, don't watch it. It's not worth the money just take a selfie with everyone who enjoys their job. They're like I'm sending
3: this to my boy, Mark. He doesn't believe you exist. <laughs> the least believable part of an asteroid zombie movie for him was that someone liked their job.
0: <laughs> no, look, I worked two years at a souvenir shop, which is basically retail mm-hmm. and nobody wanted to be there. There wasn't one single person there for two years. It was like, this is rad. I'm happy to be here. It's like, when does right. the clock strike so we can go home? Let me,
3: th- here's what I'll tell you. I worked a couple of years at a sports store, uh, and I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I wasn't like, oh, sweet. I'm getting up and going to work. But I was like, all right, you know, I work here. And then when I was not working there, I was like, all right.
0: Okay, since we're, we're just going to get into this now, <laughs> since we're side tangenting right now, uh-huh. the characters in this movie are like polishing their employee of the month awards and like gung-ho and uh, just like following the manager's words to the T, you know? They're just like super fucking jazzed to be there. Well, that's,
1: just a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a sign of good management. Oh, yeah. That's he, mean, it. Think about that. Who was the manager? Was it Bruce Campbell? Yeah. Well, there you go, bro.
0: It reveals he's not a very good manager. Uh, oh, They're all about to get fired. None of them are getting their holiday bonuses. This is all wow, part of the plot. spoilers for yeah, Black yeah. Friday. Friday. I know. What
3: should have been the least believable part is retail employees getting a holiday bonus. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: right there, I'm like, I'm out. This is so unbelievable. Even with your Alien, asteroid, monsters. What else you watch, Mark? Anything? Um, Just Black Friday. Well, like John, I rewatched the two Ghostbusters because I hadn't seen them in a week, so I wanted <laughs> to be fresh.
3: A week.
0: You do watch Ghostbusters a lot. I do.
3: Did you watch any episodes of the real Ghostbusters?
0: No, I was actually thinking about, I wonder where I could buy that whole entire series.
3: It's very challenging to find, but they have free ones on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also,
1: uh, Shout Factory, I believe, uh, had the box set for a while, so you might want to check them out. No, I have not revis- revisited
0: those in like 20 years, so I'm afraid they're not going to hold up. Oh, like a I'm lot sure. of those old cartoons just Maybe. don't.
1: It's, it's 80s cartoons, man, early 90s. It's It's rough, but the art style was great. The characters
2: were very enjoyable. And that product placement, mwah. Yeah.
1: I will tell you that
0: that cartoon single-handedly carried the franchise for quite some time. Yeah. Like, they built so many extra stories with those characters that, you know, sure, Egon had blonde hair instead of his natural brown hair or whatever, but... Love that design. They were basically the same characters, and we got so many stories with them. I think without that cartoon, this franchise would not have been as strong.
3: I completely agree. It did more for the Ghostbusters than Ghostbusters 2 did. <laughs>
0: All right. Look, I like that movie. I I was going to ask you now that you've rewatched Ghostbusters 2. I feel like at some point in this podcast Mm -hmm. lifespan, you were really down on that. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Are you still down on that movie?
3: All right. I'm less down on it than I remember, because the thing is, those actors are all so charming and great at their job that you can't watch them interact and not be like, oh, this is fun. But I mean, it's not a good movie. It's definitely a significant step down from Ghostbusters 1. Favorite character from Ghostbusters 2. Go. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Slimer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mark, go. I like the judge. Oh, my God. It's the Scaleri brothers. Alex, Go. Uh, the weird basement art curator. That's what I'm talking about, Yanish. Yanish, oh, it's Vega, the Carpathian. <laughs> I yeah. What was he say? Oh, you a lovely baby. I was like, I would never let anyone who says that near my baby. <laughs> I just, just happened to be in the, the, the neighborhood.
0: and favorite uh,
3: scene where he's like, are you going to invite me in? She's like, no. <laughs> Everything's good here.
0: <laughs> well, oh, hey, you. Don't let the big bugs bite. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I
1: was a champ. No, look. Uh, I just suddenly became Fiddler on the Roof somehow <laughs> in this
0: podcast. That movie would not work without Janos. That's for sure. The problem with Ghostbusters 2 That's like a headline of every lame website ever. (laughs) The problem with XYZ. It's too long. It is long. It's too, like, I think the first half of that movie is great. And then it just starts to sprawl out into, like, like Garrett mentioned one time, there's just too much of the Oscar the baby stuff where they're just in the apartment just kind of hanging out. And it's like, okay, come on, let's go. And then the third act is weak. It's the whole, like, Care Bear stare, we're going to positive mm-hmm. our way out of this negative problem. And then,
3: you know, I'm going to tell you, the climax of that movie was when they were digging that hole in First Avenue and Bill Murray was around with the yeah. cop. That was the you're going to <laughs> shake my monkey tree. Yeah. How many times are going to tell you the phone lines are over there?
0: <laughs> that's my favorite scene in the whole movie.
3: It's the best um, one.
0: But yeah, the very end also when they have the picture portrait oh, of the Ghostbusters so instead cheesy. of Vigo was like,
1: oh. I was okay with some of that stuff. I just really didn't like the whole... I mean, I love the fact that um, uh, 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 Rick Moranis' character... Um, fuck, what is his character's name? Louis Tolley. Louis Tolley, like, shows up as a Ghostbuster and thinks that he's the one that, like, knocks the giant, like, goo like, shell cool. off of it. I, I like that bit. I love the fact that he kind of stepped into that role and kind of, like, got to play fantasy for a little but bit. But to go
3: over the... He but had to get, the get on the a giant, bus driven by Slimer? The Thumbs giant
1: down. fucking Statue of Liberty thing is where I draw the line. Like, that's where the movie completely jumps to shark for me. And not that it couldn't exist in that world, it's just everything to that point was like, okay, this is a little absurd, but this is all kind of possible. Like, you know, a lot of it's the ghost goo and stuff like that that's what really doing like the crazy like cartoony stuff. But the moment the Statue of Liberty starts walking, I was like, done. You, I was that, like,
0: that that was more intense than the dancing toaster. I love the dancing toaster. Uh, yeah. It's my number one Christmas gift. Okay. <laughs> all right.
3: I mean, lots of questions about the statue of liberty, but we're not here to talk about Ghostbusters. Well, let
0: too. me let me say two more things, and then I will hang up my Ghostbusters okay, two, uh, two fan more things. foam finger. Oh, yeah, Ghostbusters two more things. When Winston gets hit by the ghost train, love that. Mm-hmm. This entire movie has a lack of sliming happening when they interact with the ghosts. The first one, Bill Murray, he slimed me. Why didn't anybody get slimed when they get touched by the ghosts? Different they get type slimed of when they
1: go into the, the sewer, That's man. They're covered of in slime. slime. That's but you're breaking the laws of your movie. Different you're talking ty- about the the ectoplasm from yes. the, the beans themselves. Correct.
3: Different types of ghosts, possibly. Exactly. These are dry ghosts. There's definitely different kinds
2: of ghosts, because you have your, like, zombie cabbie ghost, and then you have your Slimer types. You get your class four apparitions.
3: There's classes, exactly. We know for sure there's classes, so. Straight ghost is a class F. So the
0: train in the old pneumatic transit under the New York, that doesn't have the ectoplasm in it. It's like a class two. Sure.
2: Well, because maybe it wasn't really a ghost. It's an inorganic ghost.
1: Let's check our hmm. cheat
0: sheet. Okay.
2: Like, That's I, true. I produce a lot of mucus, but a train doesn't.
0: So, yeah, literally after the, the train goes through <laughs> Toot. Winston, Toot. <laughs> the train goes through Winston and he's dry. My first question was, why is he dry? My second like, question like is Big Shapiro's wife. <laughs> <laughs> zing. And then my second question is like, why does a train
1: have a ghost soul? <laughs> because uh, it's the heart of New
0: York but- City,
3: baby because they say some something is trying to keep us away. I don't think it was an actual ghost. It was something created by uh, illusion an, a, Yeah, because okay. they knew they also were surrounded by a bunch of, of
2: the decapitated the heads. heads. Yeah. It's was, the collective psychic energy of all of the low-income workers who died digging the subway system.
1: Or all the people still working retail.
2: Yeah. Who <laughs> hated their jobs.
1: <laughs> and, and that scene scared the yeah. shit out of me back when I was a kid.
0: When
3: I watched I was like, I don't remember this. Uh It's way scarier than I Winston. thought.
1: Winston. Oh, so good.
0: Lastly, I'll, say that I think the reason that a lot of the Ghostbuster 2 naysayers or people that don't really care for it feel like it's dropped from the first one. we Like I said, we had that entire run of the real Ghostbusters that basically made it more family friendly made it more of like a children's property so that when this movie finally came out, hey, we got a buddy Slimer because Slimer was mm-hmm. in the cartoon, you know what I mean? So I feel like they had to dip that like adult meter down and I feel that's a lot of people that really hate on Ghostbusters 2 they're dealing with part of that.
2: I do like what to me is the most realistic element of Ghostbusters 2, which is that Sigourney Weaver has divorced Bill Murray.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, why didn't you marry me? Oh, you fell
1: asleep every time I brought it up. Yeah, well, she's like, we tried, remember? And he's like... Anyway.
3: Yeah, those are two people who are not... Then they get together at this movie, but they are not meant for each other. No, they are not. They are not. That is not a marriage that's going to last. Look,
1: we've all dipped back into the <laughs> weld we shouldn't be dipping in. Okay, come on, people. We've all made mistakes in life. We've all dated Sigourney yeah. Weaver. yep yeah, she's, no, she's got... If only. She's
3: got an Oscar now she's got to be thinking about. That's right. Yeah,
0: she ain't not got time for Ghostbusters 4 or whatever. I wonder what the hell this Oscar's doing?
3: you think he's tour he's on the con circuits. I
1: was half <laughs> expecting baby Oscar to show up in this movie. Total
0: like,
3: miss. My yeah. mom
0: is Sigourney Except Weaver. We'll
1: get into that because it looks like they've just completely Halloween 2018 this shit and like negated Halloween or yeah. Ghostbusters 2. So, in afterlife there's we'll, we'll get into it in just a second, but man, yeah.
3: yeah. They keep going back to that everyone forgets what the Ghostbusters are well, and I just don't I don't buy. Definitely didn't buy it in Ghostbusters Two, where it's been like five years, and we're like, "Oh yeah, we totally forgot about Stay Puft." Must have been mass like hallucinations. Well, it
0: wasn't they forgot; it that they didn't care anymore because nothing happened for five years. They were doing birthday parties at the beginning. Remember, like, ah, we wanted He Man. Yeah, I do remember Ghostbusters (laughs) here. You know, it's
3: like, ah, that's some dated shit. The
0: whole the whole point of that movie is the negativity of New York, and it's just everybody kind of forgot what they did, and they've been brushed to the wayside.
3: Mm, Okay, that's why
0: that's why Ray had to open the occult bookstore. That's why. There was no ghost to bust, man. Also, that's his dream job. Come on. It is. I'm sure I'm sure. Dan That's Erkowitz a man who's fifty years
1: old working retail who loves it. Oh. Yeah, but he's his own boss. <laughs> he makes you, his own hours. You don't know that. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. He's secretly gonna cut his holiday bonus and not tell himself. So? <laughs> it's
0: not Ray Stance's book of the or store of the occult books. It's like Ray Stevenson. <laughs> Ray Stevenson, the author? Yeah. Nice. He owns it. Well, guys, what do we think of
1: Ghostbusters Afterlife? Garrett, what did you do? Oh what did you do? Uh, I actually watched a bunch of horror movies. So uh, glad you asked, Mark. Well, Thank you. Tell us about them. Well, I did fit. I'm <laughs> up to date on the Chucky series. Very cool. I think I'm one um, behind. It is. It has definitely stepped it up. If you guys have seen any of the other Chucky movies, um, I highly recommend it. I've seen no reference to Seed of Chucky as of yet, but uh, Bride of Chucky and Colt and Curse definitely like highly referenced in this. Like Still they are time. I would go so seen. far. They're, to they're say, part of the plot. I think yeah.
0: you have to have seen them. It's a prerequisite. Oh, for to the understand show. what
1: the fuck Andy is like. Andy shows up in this, and so does the the Andy the or sister. um or
0: uh, Tiffany.
1: Yeah, you got to You have to watch the movies. Oh, and so the girl from there. Colt, the one who's yeah. um, paralyzed. I mean, again, yes, you have to have seen these movies. Um, you can skip Seed. Um, there's been no res- reference to it yet, but I'm very impressed with what they've done so far. Um, it picks up around episode three. I would say two is enjoyable. Uh, episode one's a little bit. I don't. You can't get a feel for it just yet. But by episode three, four, you're gonna know Find if its you're down. Voice. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I also finally watched Amityville Moon. The you watched it without War. me? I did, because I didn't know if we were ever going to do it, because... Oh, um,
3: Ooh, I heard the hurt there.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, it is atrociously awesome, you guys. If we ever do the shittiest horror movie you can find, baby, that's happening. I will save saying anything for it because I will watch it again with you.
2: Listen, I'm just saying for next November, Amityville has a whole lot more than four or five entries or whatever we, y'all's minimum. Is. We found that out.
1: We were like Texas Chainsaw uh, Amityville. We both missed the We missed those the first time we were talking about worst in shows. So those are both in the mix. Um, the purge. The purge has one mm-hmm. and scream now has five. Mm-hmm. So I think those are our next four. If you guys, unless someone can like get edge out a spot and, you know, really take it.
3: Yeah. Okay. Scream will be interesting because I think they're all good. There's no bad Scream movies. Oh, Scream 4 is terrible. I don't remember Scream 4.
1: Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I will
3: definitively say there's not a bad one. Well, guys, what? I've never had a bad ex-wife. I just don't remember the last three. I remember bad movies. If I can't remember it, it means it was, the quote Mark, fine. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> no, I've, I've watched a couple other things, but I'll, I'll leave it at that for now. Let's go ahead and talk about Ghostbusters. But, uh, yeah, you guys are definitely going to have to talk no, about Amityville Moon. Our guest? Well, I know she hasn't watched Amityville Moon because I watched it without her. What, what, what?
2: What have you been up to, Alex? Well, yesterday while I was working out, I watched the recent remake of Black Christmas 2018, 2019. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the Um, one
0: that had like a mild controversy around it, right?
2: I don't really know much of the background on this. I've never seen the original and the remake was not super well regarded when it came out but I'll just say I had a whole lot of fun watching it I found it super enjoyable it was this is the one that stars Carrie Uwills Carrie Elwes yes it's got Imogen Poots and Carrie Elwes and a bunch of names that we're gonna completely (laughs) fuck up I love it I think where it falls down as a slasher movie is like most of the kills aren't super interesting
1: Imogen Poots is Green Room right? yes okay right on oh dude I watched Green Room again too this shit's awesome
2: but it's a lot of fun it's maybe not for everyone and the message is a little on the nose but the final scene is very satisfying
0: well that's interesting yeah I, I kind of remember when it was coming out Everybody's like this has nothing to do with the original and there's probably some pro-feminist movement thing going around it or something like that I've kind of forgotten the, the feminist
2: message one? is super heavy handed but I'm the right audience for that so no complaints here
0: that's cool and I really don't care about the first one all that much so if they go and do their own thing it's not going to bother me any- the first one had kind of a pro feminist thing, right? The ladies were doing. The it one where that himself. dude is living in the attic, yeah. And the the isn't that big really?
1: abortion plot line
0: that yes. everyone's all like, oh yes. my god,
3: breathy phone calls, yeah. That, that movie's fucking overrated. And if there wasn't a remake, they got a whole bunch of right wing people all up in arms. No one would give a shit about it. Do You think so? Yeah, it's like fifty years old, it's and a classic, all of a sudden though. this it's movie this movie comes out and everyone's like, how dare they remake Black Christmas, the best slasher movie that's ever been made? <laughs> oh yeah, get fucked if you think that's <laughs> like, the best
1: slasher flick.
0: I have a and the controversy was whipped up to maybe just get more hype or something. Maybe. I don't know, but
3: it's like nobody was like, talking about fucking Black Christmas yeah. till that remake, like, and now everyone's slobbing its knob. Who cares? And I'm, I'm
1: okay. <laughs> I'm okay if people like like remake. I still think the Texas Chainsaw remake is way better than the original. I, I'm okay mm-hmm. with them remaking this stuff. I'm okay with them changing the messaging and stuff like that too. I just I don't know. I wish they'd know exactly what they're going in for.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's a whole topic about remakes and their general pointlessness, except for the Texas Chainsaw one. That one was a real step up.
0: Well, I think with the remakes and you take a moniker like, okay, Black Christmas is a bad example because it was only one of those 40 something years ago. But if you want an example like that's topical, what we're talking about, like taking Ghostbusters, right? There's a certain idea and feel and drive behind taking that property and doing something with it. And if you don't do exactly what a certain group of people think that they expect, they're going to
1: get upset. And that's bullshit. That's that drives me nuts. Like, again, Last Jedi loved it. They tried so many new crazy things. I was like, oh, this is just cracking this whole thing open. What I don't want is I don't want the same fucking thing I had 20 years ago. I did Mm -hmm. that. I've done that. It's Mm -hmm. like when I get comic book movies. I love that Marvel changes them enough to, like, make them different. Like, I was like, that's what happened in the book. I'm like, I don't care. I know what happens in the book. I'm surprised by this. I'm enjoying this. The Mandarin thing in Iron Man 3 is still one of the greatest things Marvel's ever done. And I feel
2: like when they're doing this really heavy-duty fan service, when the fans get super pissed about something, you end up with media by committee, which to me is inherently going to be weaker and less focused than more auteur-based media. Not that it necessarily needs to be that either, but... Most of these fans aren't filmmakers, so leave the filmmaking to the filmmakers, I guess.
0: Yeah, I agree. And just to kind of like wrap it in, right, let's talk about 2016 and Afterlife. Let's just kind of compare and contrast, right? Ghostbusters 2016. Correct. What did I say? Answer the
1: call. No, you you said it right. I, I just... I know that they put the little subtitle on there, so I've been trying to use it just <laughs> okay. to
0: differentiate. Answer that. the call? You yeah. get, you're getting
1: that money made for
3: that guy <laughs> who wrote that Every
0: subtitle. time I reference it, Edith Carl's
1: Jr. Um,
0: <laughs> no. So I think we have two examples of different schools of thought, right? Well, so 2016 came in, and I think they totally went with their own tone. They brought in different humors. And I think that's okay. I don't have a problem with doing that. But I think where it falls short is where it starts tying itself back into the original movie. Like we do a lot of the same beat for beats that we do in part one, right? Choose the form of your destructor, right? Oh, it's not the marshmallow. Now it's just the logo from the jacket, right? We do a lot of that stuff. We're looking for a new place. We're building all the gear. Not saying you can't do that, but I felt like there was far too many references to the original. And the other part of it, and I'm just gonna get this out of the way and I won't harp on it because Garrett knows how I feel about 2016. The humor doesn't land for me at all, so that's where I that's where I land on that property. Now here we have 2018. I'm sorry, what year is it? 2021. 2021.
3: 2018. Damn, Mark. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm wishing for the better what days. What year is it? <laughs> I'm waiting for. I wish. I'm wishing for pre-pandemic yeah. days Has again. Has the
2: plague happened yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to stop it. Oh my God, Mark. I'm sorry, you're not equipped for that. <laughs> what year is it? It's 2040. What? Our president is a plant. Oh my God. No, I'm kidding. You were gone two seconds. And here we have
0: Afterlife that is trying to take more of the idea and the um, image of what people think Ghostbusters is supposed to be, I would say maybe a little too irreverently in, in cases, but we also do some beat for beat, similar things to part one, right? We get the main monster from part one comes back. We get the same gatekeeper and key master back. So we kind of do the same things. And I wanted to hear what you guys think about kind of looking at some reused ideas. And it's all based because we have to use this title of Ghostbusters.
1: Well... John, can I jump in here real quick? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It? So I, I hear what you're saying, and Get I don't feel like no, no, no. <laughs> I, I am a fan of 2016 Ghostbusters. Answer the call. <laughs>
0: cha-ching, cha-ching. Um, <laughs> One burger for Garrett. Would
1: you like fries with that?
0: There's
2: just a, like a pneumatic shoot that spews burgers <laughs> at him.
1: <laughs> um, no, I I really enjoy it. I do have my issues with it. I it, to what you said, I think that movie got ruined a little bit by. Um, the, the pressure by fans. Because when they first announced it, and they announced, oh, it's not going to have anything to do with the originals, and it was going to be its own voice and its own unique thing, the fans lost their fucking shit. They were bashing them. They were talking, though, like, some of the most heinous stuff you've seen online for, I mean, it's a fucking movie, you guys. Like, seriously, the incels came out in force on this one. But, like, they were so critical and so harsh on this thing before it even came out, before they'd even seen anything, like, really solid that you can tell this movie went back and did rewrites because there's some there's some scenes where they added in where they really kind of point out like these male fans or these male people who criticize us. They really like weave that plot line in. They also go back and add a lot of the old feeling stuff like to kind of like let's throw some nostalgia in for these fanboys, which I don't feel fit in the original storyline, I think that stuff wasn't there. I
0: feel like the weaving in of the anti-incel, if you want, plot lines of that really does a disservice to their film.
1: Again, There's not a single male
0: character in that movie that is competent. Like every male character they run into sucks or is really
1: stupid. No, I'm not the bad guy. That guy's got a shit He's an
0: incel basement dweller. What are you talking about? Listen, he
2: lives in an attic. <laughs> oh, yeah. sorry. Wrong part of the house. Get it together, Mark. Yeah. I but, don't know. Ed Begley Jr. seemed like he was doing okay. Yeah.
0: Is he the one, the guy giving the tour at the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> he, was,
1: he was the guy who okay. owned the
0: mansion. Oh, yeah, he owns like, the mansion. He's not he giving was, the tour, but... He's fine. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> okay? I, I hear what you're saying,
1: but I'm okay with that. Again, this was very much I feel this is a very much and an, this is gonna be a long podcast people strap the fuck in this is very much a chance to try to like flip it on its head and say like let's give the girls something like let's not like try to you know like hey you've, you you know everyone every guy loves this you're gonna get the same thing they're like let's kind of try to make it its own thing but let's give the girls their own Ghostbusters, their own feel their own not a rehash of the same characters you know, not a mirror image of Ray and Egon and stuff, but let's give these characters like their own kind of unique feel and co- comedic humor and stuff. But they are counterparts, right? Like, there, there definitely is some ties. There's that the are. Egon character of through. Um, but Egon. I forget her name. But uh, Kate McKinnon is yeah, extremely extroverted as opposed to Egon's introvert. You mm. know, so they try to give these characters their own feel by keeping some of the same archetypes. But I really feel the movie suffers when they try to throw in the, the nostalgia or try to link it back or really push that like whole like. Look, girls can do it, too. And it's like, I feel like you didn't need to say that. But the thing is, they did need to say that because the fans were so unfair to this one before it even came out. Yeah, sure. It may not be your humor. It may not be your Ghostbusters, but who fucking cares? Like Ghostbusters is a property. Like it shouldn't be like it has to follow these rules every single time. I feel like it should be able. The real Ghostbusters is a good example. Mm-hmm. Uh, similarities, but they really made it its own unique thing. So why not with 2016 answer the call? Cha-ching. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I get, I, I will not fault anybody for not liking that movie. It has its problems for sure. Um, but I just, I still get really upset that it never got a fair shake and it probably went back and got some rewrites and added scenes to kind of like address that unfair, you know, shot that it had uh, to kind of try to justify it or kind of push back. And I'm like, it felt I don't want to say it felt unnecessary because it felt necessary at a certain point to really like stand up for itself. But it, it was unfortunate because I don't think it it had a chance to land the way it was supposed to.
3: I, 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 here's what I'm going to say. This is Hollywood. I don't know why you haven't hired me yet. All I needed to do is go. <laughs> this is the West Coast franchise. Get fucked. They didn't need to oh, restart snap. it all there you over. Go. Like no, we're just gonna do whatever the fuck we want over here. This is Ghostbusters West Coast. And they got Tupac up there. Ghostbusters Tampa Bay. <laughs> have, do you know where Tampa Bay? is? It's in <laughs> Florida. Yeah, it's East Coast. It's like oh, I'm long, on the wrong <laughs> coast, you guys.
0: <laughs> and now like, we're gonna buy Garrett a
3: compass. <laughs> long Beach, maybe here.
0: <laughs> now listen, like I, I agree with what you're saying, Garrett. But like John just said, there's ways to do it and not ruffle the fans' uh, feathers.
3: Oh, right? they would have still got ruffled. Don't get me sure. wrong. People but are. Yes, r- you're right. If they if they had said
1: we're not negating everything, yeah, like but they're their own yep. thing over here <laughs> east coast avengers versus west coast avengers sure I, I agree there's ways that they could have done it i also feel that sometimes and again i'm not a woman i'm not a minority so i don't want to try to speak for any since of these when since always i hope oh, um i just don't see color well, <laughs> I'm fuchsia, baby. Um, so no, I'm um,
3: that checked out, bro.
1: <laughs> I, I feel like sometimes you have to come in. So Marvel's a really good example. of this, And you can edit this out if this gets too long winded. Marvel has learned that they cannot introduce a new Hulk and still have Bruce Banner around. In most cases, you have to kill off a character and get the fuck rid of them. Like um, Thor. Lost his powers. He was done. He was gone. Like when they got Jane Foster as Thor, like you have to really force these nerds into this is what you got. When Dan Slott killed Peter Parker and had um Otto Octavius take over, you know, Peter's body uh in the Superior Spider-Man. Uh-huh. The fans went fucking Bro, crazy. We lost they, the thread here. <laughs> they had they didn't want it. But the thing is, after like five to six issues. Man, it was one of the best spider stories we'd ever had. But the thing is, is Marvel has learned that to make these changes or force these kind of, you have to kind of basically like sever all ties and be like, this is what you're gonna eat. There's nothing else. Eat it and shut the fuck up or move the fuck on. I don't think they're being quite that harsh about it, but I think that sometimes they go into these things thinking, you know, like, let's sever the tie. Let's not try to ride the coattails of that because if you do, you're always gonna be susceptible to that, well, that's not my Ghostbusters, that's not my thing. Where's Slimer? Just, I, mean, I just wish, well, say. they had
0: two of them. Um, I just wish they would have been more with the cord cutting, like really do your own thing.
1: But they yeah, didn't. I feel like they kept, they, leaning, they, back yeah, the like they kept leaning back on the old stuff because of the feedback, though, and that's, i think that was their big mistake. That's one of the, the things that I think they. And the
0: dance done. number with the police.
1: Look, we're not going. I said there's problems with the movie. Okay, <laughs> I didn't say it was a perfect film. I just say I just answer the call.
2: I don't know a ton about the production history of it. I remember a lot of fan backlash when it was announced. But overall, I don't know, that movie works for me. I really like all of the main characters. The humor works for me. I can understand how it might not land with everyone. But I think that movie is hilarious. The image of a clip art hot dog floating over a clip art house (laughs) will live in my brain forever. (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. Hemsworth is hilarious. Uh, but again, comedy is subjective. So when you say it didn't land for you, I will never hold that against totally you, valid dude. opinion. Yeah.
0: And you guys are totally allowed to like it. It's totally. Yeah. Cool, no, no,
2: no.
0: Answer the call. Uh, but, on
2: <laughs> but I do think it falls down a little bit in going a little too hard with references to the original movie. Which I also, felt
1: like they weren't there
0: at all. I didn't really care for the cameos either.
2: No, nor did I. I no, thought Bill Murray's thought cameo were, in felt, particular was very irritating.
0: Yes, very much so. And then, like, and Acroy's like, "Where you want to go? Down to LaGuardia? Like the taxi cab? Oh, Chinatown? Guy.
1: That's a block mm-hmm. further than I want to go." Yeah. I mean, again, you're right. If they had just said, "Forget about it," and this is our own thing, cool. Again, I think that fans would be less upset if they didn't, if they weren't teased with the flavor that they remember. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: but exactly. We're like, I think John nailed it. If he would have been like, Oh, yeah, we're going to be the West Coast fucking Ghostbusters. Can you imagine a film where the Ghostbusters is franchising out their rights to do their own Ghostbusters? That would be an amazing town, town? idea. Oh, and This yeah. is just a, like a startup that they're doing. That sounds like it would work so much better.
2: They have to rent some garbagey little place in the Tenderloin. Yeah. Like, we can't afford
0: all
1: the tech that they got in New York. We have to build our own. You could have Boom. phone calls between the old Ghostbusters and be like, What are you all doing? You're making us look bad. You <laughs> yeah. got to use the traps. They're like, we don't have the same traps. You know, like there's so much there that could have been done to it's like, hey, Spangler, we got a bunch of women who want
0: to be ghostbusters over there in California. I don't know why I said California, like that. California,
3: California, <laughs> yeah. Hollywood. Get at me. That's all I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Well, you but, know what we should do? We should get onto the afterlife. So now that we're we've we're past uh, the afterlife viewing. Yes. And we've got some pretty heavy fan service happening in this film. Oh, oh boy. What do you think of this one?
3: I, I think I have the strong one looked at me because I guess I have the strongest opinion. I really did not like this movie. I was bored. I was like, boy, if I was watching this at home, I would turn it off. Damn. I was wow. so bored throughout like huge chunks of the movie. Uh and you you like one and two. Love one and two. Love two? Uh, I mean love say, one. Say it, say it. <laughs> You're right. I got carried away. Love one, <laughs> enjoy two. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, this one was just boring.
2: Counterpoint. I enjoyed it. It was <laughs> not, you know, the most amazing movie. It was fine, as a lot of people have been saying. But I had a whole, I had fun watching it. I thought that... How dare
0: you steal Mark's line. Guess what? I think it's fine. <laughs> it was,
3: be prepared for very little ghost busting in your Ghostbusters movie. Ooh, that's yeah. one of my numbers
0: there. All right, let's let Alex get through <laughs> yeah, this thing before... Please continue.
2: I've, I'm always a little leery of... Any movie that's going to lean heavily on child actors or really young actors. I don't know if all of these qualify as children, but I thought that they all did really well. Um, the girl who's the main character, Phoebe, she...
0: Grace pla- McKenna, I think is Yeah,
2: that. or Ken- McKenna Grace. McKenna Grace, yes. I thought she did great as kind of a, you know, Egon Jr. Jr. I thought she was... As charismatic as you can be while being um, almost devoid of emotion as a personality trait, I thought that her brother, who's played by Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. I thought he was good. He was a gawky teenager um, that he played very convincingly and. Yeah, overall. Oh, Paul Rudd. He was he was charming. He's always charming. He was fun. Huh. You could never go wrong with putting Paul Rudd in yeah, a movie. Yeah, for sure.
0: Apparently, he's the sexiest man
1: alive, according to somebody Sell that to Halloween 4, The Curse of Michael Myers. <laughs> he
3: was the best part of that movie, I know, too. I know. <laughs>
1: well, Mark, real quick, before we get into like the rest of the stuff, go ahead and uh, run down who's in this thing. I know Alex hit a, uh, a lot of them up, but there's a few people that I don't even know the actors' names. This was directed by Reitman's kid, right?
0: Jason yes.
2: Reitman
1: correct okay. who also
0: makes a cameo I guess it's a cameo now because he's semi-famous but he was in Ghostbusters too. oh really he's the kid at the birthday party and goes
2: you know my dad says you guys are full of crap
3: Jason. well gosh. some people have
1: trouble believing in the paranormal
3: no he just says you guys are full of crap and that's why you went out of business
1: <laughs> oh snap get it yeah okay ungrateful little
0: yuppie larva this one stars Carrie Coon as Callie Paul Rudd is Gruberson Gary Gruberson Finn Wolfhard is Trevor McKenna Grace is Phoebe Logan Kim as podcast Celeste O'Connor is lucky Bill Murray Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson come back as their characters Annie Potts has a brief cameo so does Sigourney Weaver um the ghost farmer was there a ghost farmer
2: uh there was yes. the
1: I don't know I just
0: want to <laughs> say yes
2: there was the one with like the jacked up teeth sitting at the diner
1: I guess
0: that but would he looked be like the... a
2: miner
1: yeah
0: that looked like a skeleton miner guy Anyway, that's skeleton
2: miner ghost farmer. That was a, that was a <laughs> CG dude. I don't know here. if that's a
0: real person. <laughs> well, the ghost farmer, played by Bob Gutton, got uh, higher billing than J.K. Simmons as evil Shandor. Did you know that was J.K.? What? Get out oh, of here. No, I didn't.
1: I didn't either. Well done, dude. They transformed yeah, him for sure. Uh, the Kurt- problem is we saw the Spider-Man uh, No Way Home trailer beforehand. I saw J.K. Simmons in that and I was all like, fuck
0: yeah! I hope that movie's good.
1: I Dude, hope
0: that movie we is good.
1: We are getting a trailer that will not do it Proper just, trust me. Okay. You're, you're going to dig. All right.
0: Currently on Rotten Tomatoes, Ghostbusters Afterlife is sitting at a 63% with the critics out of 243 reviews and 95% audience rating. Really? Wow. That is out of 5,000 plus at the Fuck time of recording.
1: me. That is crazy high.
2: I feel like I more than 63% liked this movie, but less than 95% liked this movie. So
1: maybe like a 70
0: something. I've this movie
2: a good minus.
0: All right. I like that score. I I think there was glimmers of really, really smart ideas that was bogged down by maybe some pacing issues. Uh, John hinted at the lack of ghosts. I had a big problem with that. I
3: thought there was too much Oscar in Ghostbusters <laughs> too. This it. movie is 97% Oscar scenes. <laughs>
1: it's the
0: vacuum. That is
3: not true, man.
1: Is, oh, We're man. watching kids
3: go to school. Kids, like, just do all bunch of kids shit. I didn't care about Finn getting a job, like a teenager fixing a car. Delete all that shit and give me some ghost busting.
0: (laughs) All right, well, here's what Google says this movie's about. When a single mother and her two children move to a new town, they soon discover they have a connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy their grandfather left behind.
3: Uh, and this secret legacy went on for way too long. We knew within five minutes who it was. Like, why did they keep making this such a big they, If they had opened the movie with, oh, this is the granddaughter of so and so, nothing would have changed.
1: I, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that. I thought the pacing of the development of letting us know that they were related to uh, Egon, I thought that was fine. The one piece, the uh, one pacing issue that I had the most of is the mom's inability to fucking deal with her life and get on the fucking trolley with like her issues with her dad. Seriously, get fucking therapy. That shit went on for like, Three quarters of the movie and she finally saw a bunch of pictures of herself. And she's like, oh, he did love me. It's like, yeah, we all fucking know that. Like, oh, my God. They just really wanted to belabor that one. That's the that's the biggest plotline issue I had with the movie.
2: And also, let's not pretend like having a bunch of pictures of your daughter up in your weird lab makes up for being an absentee father.
0: Mm-hmm. But he has a purpose. Well, write a fucking letter and let her know. Yeah, you're right. Pick up a a
1: phone. (laughs) Who are you going to call, Mark? Maybe your daughter. (laughs) I will answer that call. (laughs) (laughs) Ching. (laughs) Ching.
0: But you're right. (laughs) Well played, sir. I don't know why these people in these movies always have to go and hide away for years and never
1: contact any relative ever again. This could have been resolved in one phone call.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Let her decide that grandpa's crazy and you don't want to deal with it. Or dad's crazy and you don't want to deal with him. Mm. Like, let that be your kid's choice, you know? Also,
3: the reason that he left the other Ghostbusters, I didn't really follow. He was like, he just stole everything in the middle of the night because they didn't fully believe him. Well, Because he
1: was he was shirking the the day to day calls like the like oh we got a little ghost eating yeah. some hot dogs he was like that's not important we got to focus on this big end of the world like revelations type issue
2: and it sounds like he tried to explain that to the other yes. Ghostbusters and they just didn't believe him they were like they we're thought he was we're not making money neon. off the
1: your big you know potential like you know this big thing might happen but we that to, like, wasn't take... fleshed out particularly well yeah,
2: I don't buy that
3: Dan Aykroyd's Ghostbuster wouldn't have been in I can't remember his name oh, he, was... Ray Ray, Ray. he
2: yeah. would a thousand percent be in like
3: in all the other Ghostbusters Buster's that motherfucker there. lives for this he stuff. He
2: put a third mortgage on his
3: parents' house. Bam! The slime. Ghostbusters shit. one
1: reference. <laughs> yeah,
3: uh, I mean, they would have been tied at the hip. There's no way he would have been like, "You're crazy, Egon." I don't. Yeah, buy Peter Vinkman, Yes, totally yeah. would have
1: said that shit. Winston out immediately. But if there's not a steady paycheck in it, he's yeah. gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ghostbusters one reference. Yeah, we're, we're just, I mean, just. I'm one. gonna do that the whole podcast. We're just, just like the to movie to. <laughs> because
3: <laughs> i totally seriously inserting all
1: than, the references. Other than a 12 inch cock, you're not choking on nostalgia near as hard as you did this movie
3: Dude, i don't God. even think they made any new music they just used all
2: the old music
1: no you're right john
3: Overead. and they turned
2: it
1: up very loudly and
3: i was like
2: so unnecessary Ooh. actually uh no, alex they're... has
1: a very interesting uh
2: aside from all of the recycled theremin music there were some orchestral bits that were almost exactly the tremors soundtrack not the harmonica bits mm. of the tremors soundtrack oh, that's the best but the but the clarinet going like that was all over the place, except first they started with a flute. And I'm like, that sounds like Tremors, but with a flute instead of a clarinet. And then they switched it to a clarinet. Listen, Ooh. guys, I have a music degree. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. That has just really enriched our podcast today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they
2: stole from themselves and
3: tremors. and tremors.
1: Tell us about the timpani now. <laughs> Tell us about the Twinkie.
0: Um.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. They had to have a fucking Twinkie in the glove oh. box. Come on. That Twinkie would not have looked that no, good. No, no
1: way. Seriously, there was... This was my this is my biggest problem with this movie. That, that plot line issue with the mom. Cool. I can deal. There's a lot of problems with Hollywood movies. But the fact that, like, there was so much, get it, nostalgia moments. Like, they crammed <laughs> every, <laughs> yeah, every moment they could. Like, when they find the jumpsuits and they pull out the half-eaten Nestle Crunch bar. Like, Dude. get fucked. Rats would eat eaten that shit.
3: Also, though. Those jumpsuits happen to fit children That's
2: perfectly. What I'm you roll up the pant
1: legs, bro. You're good.
2: Harold Ramis is like eight and a half feet tall. Yeah, he's giant compared to podcasts. He
3: was arguably maybe three and a half feet tall.
1: Right. <laughs> I
3: mean, it's ridiculous. But also, there's a pole to get into their secret layer there, hey, and they never show how they get out of there. There's, there's no stairs. stairs. I <laughs> had the same question. Are they
2: shimmying back
3: yeah, up with that fucking backpack? Like it's ridiculous. Why would there be a pole? It doesn't make. Speaking any... of backpacks,
1: when they put them on the first one, they're like, "These are so heavy," and they're like lean it against each other and like yeah. barely able grown men are ha, are struggling. Fucking Chloe puts that stuff on well, and she she's was, just like she was
0: bubbling around a or Phoebe, little bit. I'm like sorry,
1: that. Phoebe struggles for like two seconds and then she's like, okay, got it. And Listen, she's like
2: those guys were hungover all the time. <laughs> I mean,
1: Definitely. I love the fact that they didn't belabor that because that would have been really annoying to have her constantly like, I can't hold yeah. this. But at the same time, like when she put it on the first time, I was like, she would have fallen over backwards every time. She would have turtled on that shit.
3: Egon's holding it with her every oh, time. Oh, I you, doubt that. But maybe. when you only see one pair of footprints, that's <laughs> Egon <would> carrying. <laughs> <too. laughs>
0: So, the the stuff like the Crunch Bar is that's a kind of a deep cut for people who don't regularly watch and you can Ghostbusters. You could put
1: some of those in, but, but there do was you think so anybody many who, of them.
0: But who hasn't seen Ghostbusters, they're not going to, they're like, oh, he's no, got but a candy that's bar No, the in his
1: That's pocket. for the super fans. Right. And I'm okay with some of that, but like, there was, like, every scene had yeah. its deep
3: cut. Pick, though Crunch Bar or Twinkie. Like, do we need to see all that shit? Mm, apparently. Yeah. As, as
1: a general
0: food And fan. why are
3: there tiny little Stay Puff people now? While they were adorable okay, well, and hilarious. Let's hold on that. But let's hold on that. Where did they come from?
1: Because we'll get to Baby Yoda. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: So this movie starts off out in a farmyard where we see a shadowy figure that's probably Egon.
3: Oh, it has to be. No, yeah. We, we, oh, it's uh, totally Egon. I was yeah. joking. Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> in the darkness, they never quite show his face, though. He's driving away from be a giant expensive.
2: mountain. <laughs> expensive.
0: Very. Uh, he's and
2: deep in the uncanny valley. Yeah, that would be
0: a creepy. <laughs> I'm so glad they didn't make him talk. Same. Um, but he's running through with a ghost trap, and something is chasing him. And he stops and turns around at the front door and holds out the trap like trying to bait somebody to come into this area and when he tries to throw the trap his electricity goes out and presumably
1: is killed and is that chair the one from Dana Barrett's apartment
3: they want it's you to a think a that a different
1: chair but it looks exactly like that and let's point out before he gets to his house with all this he's leaving Shandor Mine right which is a giant Olympus Mons level hill in the middle of Oklahoma um, the name Shandor may come back eventually in case you don't remember Ghostbusters 1 I read about that name yeah. in the spirit guide Tobin spirit guide that one Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It's he's basically doing something out there as you said, but yeah, he dies. That he gets pulled into a chair, just like Dana Barry gets pulled into. But the thing is, is she doesn't die when she gets pulled in; she just becomes she's uh, the gatekeeper. 80, right? So she's at, here to get possessed by the dog.
3: Yeah, she's also fifty years younger, so her heart could handle it.
1: Okay, fair, fair. She did work out.
3: Yeah, we saw she it. had those leg
0: warmers on uh, in part exactly. one. Exactly. But, but also, yoga. when you find out what Egon is doing out in the middle of nowhere, it makes sense that they would target him to kill. Of course, right? Well, Gary, you didn't actually tell us if you liked this movie before we got started.
1: Well, Mark, I'm tired of getting hit by you. So (laughs) no, I, um, listeners of the podcast will probably know that I have a little bit of an issue with like forced nostalgia. At some point I'm okay with it to the, to a degree I'm okay with it. But it comes to a point where I'm like, okay, now you're just, you're, you're almost like, it's almost like you don't trust that we, we can figure this out. But, um, other than the the heavy, heavy amount of nostalgia in this, I really love this
3: movie. But the reason they put all the nostalgia is so that the mouth breathers on the internet don't jump down their fucking throats. I That's know. That's why. And it's I, like ridiculous that we're making movies, like Alex said, for a bunch of like 45 year old men who are just obsessed. You had with, your great
2: thing. Enjoy your great thing. You yeah, just go watch Ghostbusters yeah. and...
0: Well, that kind of points to like where I'm okay with fan service. Like, I want some nods in there. Sure. But if you're just going to make me go, man, I should just be watching 1984 Ghostbusters
1: instead of your current movie, then what are we even doing here? Exactly. And that's this teeters very close on the edge for me on that. In that aspect,
0: I guess maybe if you have not watched Ghostbusters in thirty years, twenty years, or something, it might be fun for your little brain to go,
1: (gasps) Crunch Bar Twinkie. And let's understand that that probably is the case for the majority of the viewing audience. Sure, but you know, for fans, you know, it's it's a hit or miss. But I really love this movie. To to piggyback on what Alex said, the the child actors in this were. Absolutely incredible. Um, The girl who plays Phoebe, I loved that character.
2: And that's a tough role to play because by the character's nature, like she's really, she's probably on the spectrum, right? And they were implying, yeah. 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 And you know, playing a character that by her very nature doesn't really display a lot of emotion and still manages to create a pretty well fleshed out, three dimensional character, at least in my opinion. I was, I was really impressed. But we
0: also have a female lead in the original now trilogy of ghostbusters movies that girls can aspire to so yes, they, they still managed to slip a female in there to make all those mongoloids mad
2: we all know it's okay <laughs> to wear an outfit where your shorts make up two-thirds of your clothing oh that was astonishing Man,
1: that was up to her chest <laughs> like oh, the yeah. urkel style yeah. i, I <laughs> loved how they just like like she was just who she was and i was like Unapologetically, who she was.
0: I thought
3: she was going to explore like the jungle in the 18th century. <laughs> yeah. it's like, what's happening? This uh,
0: movie feels like a Stranger Things meets Goonies.
3: I was thinking this is like a Goonies Ish. Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. Because like even podcasts. Yeah. Goonbusters. <laughs> uh, uh, even podcast felt like something out of the Goonies. Yeah. He
0: was basically short round, but yeah. data, data. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He was more mouth, in my opinion. You're right. Actually, he was more mouthier. Okay. Sure.
2: He was a real Garrett. Hey, 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 hey.
0: (laughs) I make no apologies for me mouth-like. You know what, though? I wish that we would have got the Ray Parker Jr. song at the front Mm. instead of the end.
3: Yeah, I agree with that. Also, they used the way they opened with the same... Scary sound that they used in the first Ghostbusters, but their opening was way weaker, so it was a total waste of that. Really, music. I really love the beginning of this movie.
1: I I'm really good with the Egon part, the ambience, mm-hmm. the ambiance, ambience. ambiance, ambience, yeah. um, Ambient. Okay, <laughs> depends. Are you fancy lad or not? <laughs> uh, the, the this I was really worried this movie was going to be Ghostbusters 2-y and be more um, cartoony and kiddie. This movie has some very scary visuals that like were really creepy. Like when they're going through the house the first time very unnerving Uh, when Egon's doing the thing in his front yard totally creepy Um, I mean there is some great settings in this movie and they play it off not super jokey or kiddy. I mean, we'll get to it, but the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man is probably the, the one part where it really just like leans into that heavily.
0: That
3: was my favorite part. But it was great. <laughs> they did it really was, well.
0: That was Army of Darkness level like tiny things running around. Oh, that part movie. was dark, when man. They were setting
3: themselves on fire and fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> blending yeah, wanna, each do other. Do want to talk about it real quick? That was amazing.
0: Because John, you, you sure. definitely got stuff to say about it. I just want to say how awesome it is. Paul Rudd <laughs> walks into a Walmart probably the first time Paul Rudd's ever been in a Walmart?
3: Well, actually, before we it brings me to this town, both has no cell service and a very large, also totally empty Walmart. Uh,
0: this town has size problems. <laughs> yeah, big just size. just like uh, uh, the uh, Next Generation Chainsaw Massacre. Remember? Oh yeah, the problems right. in that town. This one has the biggest Walmart. Like, Spinner's apparently is the only hamburger joint, but you wouldn't have, like, all the other n- niceties yeah, you're this town has. you not a giant
3: Walmart without a McDonald's. Those two are coming <laughs> right. step and step, and there'd be a Dollar Tree somewhere. Like, so uh, get your small towns right, Hollywood. Jeez. Because um, Paul Wood's like, this is what a Walmart looks like, huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, he's in there, and this is after some of the, the ghost stuff has happened. Uh, they're, they've released the demons that are looking to be to uh, possess well, the, people to become the gatekeeper and the key master. Right, Vince Clortho, key master of Gozer. And uh, Zul goes to the
0: Gazarian. Does Zool have a last name? Goes to the Gazarian.
3: Zul Gazarian. <laughs> is <laughs> Wait, she <she's>,
2: Armenian?
0: <laughs> is Zul part of the Gozer
3: family? <laughs> yeah, she? definitely. They're all Gazarians. by marriage. By I marriage. just never
0: understood why Vince got a last name, and Zul's like share. Oh, maybe Vince is a title. Oh, okay. (laughs) Hi, I'm Clortho.
2: (laughs) Maybe Clortho means
0: like the
3: third. Oh, could (laughs) be Vince. That's it. Yeah. Do you guys
1: know Sumerian? I don't.
3: He's
0: Vince Junior. (laughs) I used to. I forgot most of it in college. (laughs) Thanks, beer bongs.
1: Um, <laughs> but yes, they've, they've released the two demons to make the key master and the gatekeeper. And then also by doing this, there's some some ghost spirits they get out. And Paul Rudd's in the Walmart and he sees a bag of marshmallows kind of doing its own After little thing. After he's picked
2: out his Jamocha ice cream oh, and God. his blue velvet frosting. The, the the Baskin the Robbins'
3: uh, fucking product placement was off the hook here. I was like, how much did they pay for this? It did make me want ice cream. I so. know. I was like, I do like their Jamocha, man.
1: I do appreciate they put all the product placement in one scene though. That's true. Mm -hmm. We didn't get it anywhere else in the movie. It's just all here in one scene. I was worried that the marshmallow
0: man bits were going to be terrible, but they were actually like John said, part of the funnest part of the movie for me because there's hundreds of them busting out of these bags running around, jumping on grills and turning them on and putting themselves in blender and just chopping themselves Holding up. Pulling themselves
2: like, farther onto a skewer. Making yeah, s'mores
0: out of down. themselves. They yeah.
2: literally toasted themselves over an open <laughs> <laughs> flame and when melts and goes, oh! And I was <laughs> like, best. no.
1: And he reaches his little marshmallow arm out as he's melting. I thought he was going to do a fucking Terminator 2 thumbs up. I was just like, this. And it gets dark. Like, the one's getting run over by a Roomba.
2: Yeah, it gets um, smeared. Give it up, stay puff. I have the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> the one in the blender that just splatters. <laughs> oh, well,
1: he's, he's air floating like the skydiving thing at first because the, the yeah. blades are making a little bit of air. And then, like, they hit another button. And yeah, he just gets torn to shreds. Again, it is very cutesy, but extremely dark when you they look at what's show, happening. That
3: guy survived though because then they see that he's got his eyes and his mouth come back and he <laughs> smiles. So he enjoyed being splattered. Oh,
1: they enjoyed all the crazy. Like when that guy's getting melted into a s'more, he's just like, bring
2: it on. Yeah. Listen, there are worse ways to go.
0: <laughs> there is true. So you were asking, why does this happen in yeah. the movie? Because every time the Gozer Sumerian Godass God gets released, it also opens up I guess cracks in the ethereal plane where mm-hmm. all these other ghosts are going to start pouring well, out.
3: I'm bored with all that, but why mm-hmm. Stay Puft? Stay Puft came up because... Because
0: we're in a
1: Ghostbusters
3: film, oh, John, okay, and okay. we
1: have to reference the Stay Puft. So it's the same like, reason Pyramid Head shows up in every Silent Hill thing ever. Because
3: I understand why all the other ghosts were there, you know? Uh, the Titanic also... just arrived. I get <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> literally late than never.
1: It could also be
0: because of McGarrett was alluding to Baby Yoda. Maybe we need a marketable, cute
3: toy. Oh, there were
1: so many toys in this
0: or movie. Or a porg.
3: I was like, oh, I could see all the toys. Actually, they don't make toys anymore. Now they're all collectibles. Oh, no, they do. They're <laughs>
1: still toys, man. I was okay with all that. I mean, it worked. Like when they first did little baby Stay Puffs, oh, yeah. I was like, okay, here we go. Here's our cute little thing. And then they got dark with it. And I was like, wow, you really are making it your own thing. Cool. Go for it. My, I did have a big problem with it being Zool again, though. Or yeah, Gozer. That was is it Z- Gozer or Zul? Gozer, Gozer is the,
0: is the
2: androgynous mo- okay. dude, guy, <laughs> lady.
1: <laughs> them, if you
0: will. The
2: androgynous individual.
1: Being. Yes.
0: God. Yes.
2: Deity. Yeah.
1: I don't have a problem with them bringing. Look at this fine group of thesauruses I have
2: here. <laughs> Jeez, I don't have a weird. problem
0: with them bringing Gozer back. I actually kind of like that because Gozer didn't do a whole lot in the first one. And all they did was reverse the doorway. By and I got to look streams. at that outfit. Yeah, she looked great. I love the design of Zul in this movie. I was like, you guys nailed it. Like, it's almost yeah, spot on. Yeah, they took on. the original design and made it even cooler yeah. looking. But at the end of the 1984 Ghostbusters, they just blow the doorway closed. Yeah. They don't kill Gozer, so why wouldn't that creature try to rebirth itself? And I thought they did a pretty good job of writing they, it a plot reason.
1: They did do a good job for bringing it back. The problem is, is like, that Tobin spirit guide is as thick as my forearm. Like... It is huge. Little heads up there. My forearm's huge. Um, <laughs> okay, no, Papa, I, I, I realize that it sounded weird when I said it. So I was like, I got to make a joke out of this. Uh, no, but the thing is, like, there's got to be so many like demons and god-like demons and stuff that they could have used, and to have like it be Gozer and Zool again, I was just like, eh, yeah. we've done this. Yeah. And that's make
0: why new I, shit. I agree with both of you, and that's why I've seen the comparison to Force Awakens for this Ghostbusters. We're kind of retreading because we're trying to reintroduce. The public who hasn't had Ghostbusters in their brains for so long, although 2016 did just come out, but it's like, hey, remember, we're the old one, you guys. Come sit down and watch our movie. This is familiar. You're happy with this, right? I'm just hoping that this one does well enough that maybe the next one they do will be something Unattached, totally from the old movie.
1: Well, at the top of the movie when it first starts, before the credits roll, it's like, what is it? Ghost Core Productions. Yeah, with so they're 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 definitely trying to do their own MCU type thing yeah, here. They
0: created that before the 2016 came out. Really? Yeah, that was oh. Ivan Reitman and Dan Aykroyd got their own sub company within Sony, and they're like, we're gonna make an animated movie. We're gonna do multiple movies. Like they laid it all out.
2: They had all that Crystal Head Vodka Seed money. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: But then 2016 didn't do so hot. So. Mm-hmm. I think this budget on this one was actually a lot less than that one. Probably why we didn't get as many ghosts as we wanted, John. Ugh. So we'll see what happens. D- depending on this, Garrett, I hope the next one is what we all want is a separation from the old movies. And let's do some new ghost shit.
2: I will say that I I don't know what the budget for this movie was, but they really stretched it. However much it was like the um the effects in particular on the two dog creatures mm-hmm. were great. They looked awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Like were Zool those practical Like, or largely practical?
1: It felt like it. The first ones I think were large. These, these were all CG. These these completely felt all CG.
2: Oh, good. see, I thought like when they did some of the close up shots, I thought those looked like practical effects. I think
1: they I think they were very heavily trying to mimic the practical effects of the first one. But I would I would bet my next paycheck that it was CG. Well, they did a great job. It's so much cheaper to do that, especially with the way it was moving and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying like the close up shots when it wasn't. Yeah. That I would guess it might have
1: been a, a blending of both, to be honest with you. You think so? Yeah. There I were times where that. I looked
0: at that dog and I was like, that looks like it's
1: in that Walmart. If, if they, yeah. I, I thought they would have gone all CG because once you have the model, if it's mm-hmm. that good looking, you just use it for well, everything. We'll it's look so it up much,
0: and then you can give me yeah. your paycheck
1: later. All right. <laughs> Sounds good.
0: <laughs> so the, let's just get down to business here. So guys, I'm
1: broke. Please hit our Patreon that we don't have yet, but we'll <laughs> have one soon.
0: I don't know why I keep moving my glasses around. It's just something know. for
1: like, my hands. Maybe it's because like the Phoebe in the movie kept pushing her glasses up like a little nerd. Which I loved. I thought that was a, a nice little like thing oh, that she I think did. It's just
3: how you obviously don't wear glasses. They just
2: slide, so yeah. you know, push them up. I've I to do it, nerds. I have plastic
1: ones that holds in place. I don't really have the have to push them up problem.
0: I have
2: to push up my glasses up many times a day, which is why they're always covered in fingerprints. Yep. <laughs>
0: I'm what the doctors call a pusher. Oh, <laughs> like so The medical term <laughs> yeah, for it. it
2: so
1: yeah, I'm your pusher. Um, So So anyway. Egon is dead. (laughs) Egon's dead. We're first five minutes of this movie still.
2: We're first two and a half minutes of this movie.
1: So many horror
0: movies, and this one is not a horror movie, just to get that out of the way. This is far less scary than the first one ever was. Oh, yeah. Uh, But we still got ghost elements in it, so I think it still is warranted to be talked about here.
3: It's in horror comedy, I would say. Definitely horror comedy. It is swung very far into the comedy and less so the horror, I would agree with Mark there.
0: So many horror movies start off with, hey, you just just inherited your grandpa's lander house. Remember 13 ghosts? We Mm -hmm. literally did that. Yeah, yeah. But that's how this one's going down. So Egon's family, which consists of uh, Finn Wolfhard, Phoebe... And the mother?
2: Callie. Callie. They didn't tell us her name until well into act yeah, Three. Yeah, it I was think. later. Mom,
3: that's what you just yeah, needed mom. Yeah, mom. And
2: as a side note, I didn't know that Lucky's name was Lucky until the last scene. Who's
0: Lucky? <laughs> yeah, which one's that? Aha, uh-huh. that's the love interest to Finn Wolfhard.
2: Oh, her name's Lucky?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you want to know how I fix this movie? We cut out all of Finn Wolfhard's plot points and we bring in Dan Aykroyd. He comes in after the phone call and he repairs the Ecto-1 and now it's Ray, Stance, and the kids.
3: Finn's there to attract uh, the younger audience. I don't think we're there. He does nothing but fix the car. He's like
0: a tiny Adam driver.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's all his point of the plot is.
2: Like everything An Adam baby driver. Adam baby... Oh!
0: Oh, Fucking dope. That's a t-shirt right there. No, that's a Wheel of Fortune puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but his whole harp, whole part just to hear the thing go gozer and fix the car. Other than that, you sure. can cut out his entire. I mean, you
3: can cut out huge parts of this plot. Like we get introduced to this family to find out that they're broke and they're getting evicted. Literally plays no role at all. I'm okay with all that. Maybe
1: it's me, and please tell me if it's me. But like, I am really tired of movies saying that every character has to have a love interest yeah. or some kind of like potential love interest, like podcast and Phoebe. It started playing out really weird, like it was going to be like more than that and he kind of hugs her and stuff like that. It kind of comes off as frenzy towards the end, but like, it's we're questionable 12, there for so. a while. Yeah. But, but then, you're like, right. It could have totally and,
0: leaned straight into that. Yeah. If and they then the to.
1: mom, like everybody had a significant other in some form or capacity in I'm this pretty... movie. And I was just like, yo, I don't need this. Not everyone needs to be trying to fuck or uh, okay. The kids weren't trying to fuck, but you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Finn was Hollywood thinks that like, if they don't have a love interest or they don't have something to be connected like that, we're not going to find them interesting. It's like,
2: that's some people been... aren't just trying to always connect with everyone. Well, like Listen, that. you're an incomplete person on, unless you are partnered up. And that's just facts. So. That's what the Bible says. <laughs> so, that's been part of
1: movies since as long as I, there have been I movies. know, but this movie, every character had an opposite in that
2: aspect. I that totally kind of agree me. with you, though. Like, this movie
1: didn't need to be two hours long.
2: God, like You could have
0: cut a lot of this, what we're talking about, out, and I felt it would have been tighter. Because you go back and watch Ghostbusters 1, that is a...
3: Yeah, that's what Fast I Fast movie. That's why I think I was so bored because I just watched Ghostbusters 1 and 2 and Ghostbusters 1, boy, they get right to it. They are busting and they're feeling good in like 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> All right. They,
0: that busting makes you feel good. Oh, John. it makes you feel that's great.
3: So uh, <laughs> uh, this movie, man, it takes forever for any busting to happen.
0: I don't hate any of the buildup. Like I actually like them inheriting the house, coming over, checking it out. We see that Egon also stacks his books wrong, like in part one in the library nobody stacks their books like this every
3: time I saw that stack I just thought of him saying you're right right no human could stack a book this way <laughs>
1: yeah. um, we see everything kind of that kind of nostalgia I was cool yes with. I
3: liked the that the little like
1: the like play on re- like how the things would really be cool it was only like like look at this Nestle crunch bar remember that and you're like oh god yes we get it let's go yeah
3: you I, really hated that fucking crunch bar I'm, just, I'm using it as an example <laughs> cause it was the most
1: blatant like Garrett's no a symphony bar kind of guy <laughs> but no you're right. I want that payday bar. (laughs) Take that nut. That's our new catchphrase for payday. I love me
0: a good payday. I'm down. Um, Egon wouldn't have put a fire pole in his basement. No, that anyway, that's a
2: Ray move. move. Yes. Yeah, that
0: was a total Ray move. But that would make more sense if, if Ray had been coming into town and helping him set this stuff up and then there's another estrangement point. Anyway, so they inherit the house. Um, they immediately find the um, what is that little device called?
3: PKG reader. Thank you, John. I just made that the up. The PKE meter. P-E, you were damn, so close. Yeah. So close. <laughs>
0: they find that. It starts, I would have known it if you hadn't said PKG. <laughs> <laughs> it starts going off. We're detecting spiritual presence TV finds here. it, yeah. yeah. And as the movie's going to progress a little bit, when they're at home things are just kind of nudging phoebe in the right direction to find the right item
2: lights are coming on chess pieces are moving yeah
0: the waves. drawers are opening
1: yeah secret locations now did anybody think this wasn't egon
2: Nope. nope
0: nope yeah (laughs)
1: I fucking but this also bothered me though because why would he immediately show like he had captured one of the um the horsemen or whatever the fucking dogs are um (laughs) the guardians Yeah, I don't understand I don't know if he had the gatekeeper or the keymaster because he had one of them locked away safely and it's like they can't revive themselves because of this like why would he show Phoebe where this was so potentially it could get opened up like you just keep it secret keep it safe Gandalf taught us that shit keep it secret
3: he had a whole system in place with the proton packs and he got he had someone captured. There was no reason to...
2: You know what I learned from this movie? Leave detailed lab notes. Oh, good point. Yeah, that too. <laughs>
0: he had a decade of time to
3: write this yeah, stuff up.
2: If he had just said, hey, y'all, if you find me dead, here's what's going on. Don't touch the stuff in the mountain. It's fine.
3: Yeah, he needs one of those videos. If you're watching this,
2: it's obvious that I've passed. He could have gotten <laughs>
3: Paul Rudd to be his lab assistant and take dictation.
2: Oh. listen that man can't spell <laughs>
1: <laughs> dictated but not read it's all misspelled at this point Phoebe's going to summer school which threw me off because I thought it was summer she shouldn't be going to summer school she's like the smartest kid yeah ever. I didn't understand well she that. wanted to she wanted to go to school she wanted to learn remember not really. no, she oh, wait, hated no, you're right going. she complained about like having to go to a public school yeah. as opposed she to said,
2: I like learning not school I, I think I like. her mom just needed somewhere to stash her during the day while she was getting drunk at home yeah, her mom wasn't doing shit so. Alex
1: John Mark we can all agree this mom is terrible, right? Oh,
3: like,
2: hmm. yeah. She's like, she would be a fun, aunt because <laughs> she's i'm just cool, like Mom. she's sassy and drunk and kind of mean yeah um
0: and she's just hanging out with all this ghostbuster tech we get drunk and put on the proton packs and go <laughs> exactly, shoot exactly
2: but she's drunk
1: she don't care <laughs>
2: i cannot imagine a parent telling your kid when you're dropping them off at school don't be yourself like
1: oh, the most unsupportive mother i've seen in a movie since like mommy dearest
3: yeah, she was a bad mom. But then Paul Rod's like, "You're a great mom." I was like, "Really, Paul? You got? Paul, a- you haven't been around yeah. long enough to make that judgment call." Yeah, the first time you meet half of her kids was in prison.
1: Look, so we, look we all said some shit to some girls out the gate that may not have been true, just to kind of play it real smooth.
2: And to be fair, she's as good of a mom as he is a teacher.
0: Yeah, he's a terrible. Tr- everyone in this movie is terrible. Why didn't they just set this during normal school time? Because, Why did it have to be the summer? Then because Finn we couldn't a job. Have
2: watched Finn Wolfhard sort and count frozen burger patties okay, so Paul Rudd could be the manager at yeah. the burger place Ooh, problem call. solved <laughs> Didn't he did have school yeah. at all oh he's like a disgraced seismologist oh. who's now managing a diner yeah he, ha- he
1: got kicked out of a town called perfection all right <laughs>
2: <laughs> listen his grant money got taken away because something ate the university <laughs>
0: I just want to see Paul Rudd and a jean jacket and a cowboy hat going, Fuck
2: you.
1: <laughs> I would watch a Tremors remake with Paul Rudd as the Kevin Bacon character. Hell yeah, that'd yeah. be great. And uh, Kevin
2: Bacon as the Fred Ward character. Yes. And oh. Fred Ward as Reba McIntyre.
1: Double
0: yes.
2: <laughs> I am <I'm> Reba. in. <laughs> and Reba McIntyre as, as Vince Chang. Wong. As,
0: yeah. But Burt Gummer's still Burt Gummer, of Damn. Course. It. Yeah, He's yeah. coming back bad. to play his old role. No, no,
1: he'll be a ghost spirit version of him like Egon was in this movie. Michael Gross. He Birds
0: will never leave the trimmers.
3: <laughs> so, <Or a> <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. I was like, I had to trimmer equals Graboid.
3: Yeah, Graboid. Yes, yeah, that's grab- I forgot I their it. real
2: name. So Phoebe goes real. to school,
1: meets Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's a, a negligent teacher who's just there because he's like, I can do whatever I want. He's there to time. put
2: on a VHS of Cujo I and Child's Play. That.
1: I love the fact they're watching Child's Play too in this.
2: Yeah. But boy. they do
0: meet podcasts, right? This yes. This little kid who's got his own podcast goes by the moniker
1: podcast. Which a lot of people online have a problem with him being named podcast. And until I had heard the backstory behind it, I was like, oh, that is kind of dumb. That's like some like old person being like, well, kids call themselves what they do, right? But then like he's like, I gave myself that name. I was like, okay, it makes sense. Like I was totally cool because we've all given ourselves yeah. some
2: little nerdy kid is absolutely running around in the sixth grade somewhere calling himself podcast. Yeah. So I was like, I
1: was 100% on board with it at that point. Podcast was a Amazing in this movie, you guys. He started out like questionable. Like I was like, oh, this could get really annoying really fast. He fell into his own so quick and he played off Phoebe and the other characters so well. Paul Rudd's character was a great. Like, he had great chemistry with Paul Rudd.
2: Yeah, honestly, our whole, like, core crew had pretty good chemistry together.
1: Shout-outs to the writers on that. They did not make any of the dialogue feel too cringy or unrealistic. I agree. I think he did great, and I like the character interactions.
0: I don't think anybody acted poorly in this movie. I just wonder Except how long... Her mom and her shitty behavior.
1: Well,
2: that's... <laughs> that was her acting. That was well, the she acting She did job. a great know, job of portraying a shitty mom. <laughs> no, I yeah. think
3: maybe what they were trying to get across, but because they totally dropped this plot point is that she's so busy because she's broke and she's trying to make money that she's like a disconnected parent, and that's why she's so shitty because she's like, ah, she doesn't open up to poverty. Me. Does but put a
2: lot of stress on your family, yeah. But so, like they alluded sh- to, you that. still got to be nice to your but children, but you'd
1: never not support your children. Like, you're like, I like science, and she's like, oh god, do anything better, stop being you. And I'm like, oh, you but monster.
0: <laughs> she went to the store to get a bottle of wine, not an application for a job,
3: yeah, that's true. How is she affording that wine? Uh, maybe that's
0: Egon's uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a seller that we didn't
3: see yeah but I mean look parents say mean shit that happens that's true, but, but Yeah, she's seemed... a bad mom. Look, I'm not trying to defend her mothering. She's really shitty. She at cuts it, but... Wolf
1: Wolfhard's ear, or what's his what's the character's name in the movie? Fucking Trevor? Finn Wolfhard. It is Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. yeah. Okay. Yeah. She cuts Trevor's ears when she, when she's gently trimming his tips with a buzzer, and he's like, Ah, you cut my ear, I'm bleeding. She's like, eh, fucking deal with it. And I'm like, she's oh, like he'll live. Is I'm that like, even possible? Yes. I thought there was like safety guards. Dude, as someone stuff. who shaves their head regularly, it's possible. yeah, you can but, cut I the mean, shit out of your ears. Parents also... say
3: that. I feel like my dad said that to me when like I'm making a big deal out of like yeah, but then injury. she
1: immediately goes into like stop being you to her daughter well, her, who's clearly on the spectrum. You're just like,
3: wow. Her daughter's fucking around with the electricity. I mean, yeah, you want to stop your, if anything, she's a bad parent for not interfering even more. Listen, that kid was just trying to run her lathe. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I need to phase it to 220 volt. Like, all right, you need to stop. No wonder you got evicted. You're going to burn you this You
2: are going to start down. a fire.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Phoebe at one point is monkeying around with the wall outlets to get more power out. The listeners have not seen this movie.
1: Phoebe has unlocked the secret. Secrets of Egon's hidden fortress underneath his uh, his house. The Spangler family secrets. There you (laughs) go. Wow. That sounds pretty cool. I'd read that book. Yeah. But there's a lot of (laughs) move over Tobin spirit
0: guide. (laughs) There's a lot of just living in this town, right? Like we got to see Finn Wolfhard get attracted to the girl at the diner Mm -hmm. and then he's flirting with her and he's making a fool of himself.
1: Have you ever gotten out of a car in front of your parents? Like I'm going to go hit on this girl right in front of
0: my parents. No, absolutely
2: not.
1: No. And the, the mom just goes, Oh, well, here he goes again. That's she's a bad mom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess Finn's really got a wolf heart on right now. Whoa! <laughs>
1: God. That was bad. I thought we were going to make it through the whole <laughs> podcast without you saying it. Well, you're a fool. <laughs> Obviously, my face red. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he gets a summer job at this place. Phoebe's going to school. The mom has decided to drink herself stupid in the house.
3: She's the only unproductive one in the bunch. Yeah, good point. Good point. And yet she doesn't manage to find any of this shit. The Ecto-1, these secret rooms that aren't mm. that secret because there's a fucking pole leading
2: to it.
0: Everybody in town thinks Egon was a dirt farmer, or at least that was the nickname they gave him. Right?
2: So he's got a barn that says dirt on it. I think what bothered me most about this movie is the corn disappeared and reappeared when it was convenient for visuals. Yeah. Because at the very beginning, there's like really tall corn stalks that he's driving through to get back to his house. Then when they get to the house, when the family gets to the house, those are gone until they're back in the last scene. <laughs> Well, it's because oh, the corn's point.
1: on the right side of the house by the barn. And so, you know.
0: But
2: he was approaching from the front in the first What
3: stage. the movie doesn't tell you is this is multiple Wizards growing seasons.
2: Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. But okay.
0: didn't the corn come back whenever Finn Wolfhard fixes the Ecto-1 and he's driving out in the that's fields just talking to the prescocks? No, that's just,
2: that was just regular grass. That was just regular I grass. think. Which, I
1: don't know if you've ever driven through a field in a truck. Oh, God. It's bouncy. You're going to hit. The, your car's going to flip. That You're going to blow its out.
3: Would have broken immediately. It's like seventy. 70- you mean when it jumped
1: the
0: ramp, yeah. like fucking rad? Oh yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, all
2: oh, axle snapped in half. Right. It's gonna snap off and fly through your face. Yeah. Like,
3: uh, it was never making it through that grass. It didn't have the clearance for that. That car would have been fucked, Cadillac baby.
2: <laughs> and I guess they have done a lot of retrofitting on it since now it has like a gunner seat. Well, well, it would have been even heavier than regular cars, so that axle would have even snapped
3: faster. So
0: I had to do a little bit of head cannoning in during the movie. Yeah, when they reveal the Ecto it'll look, irreverence. We are going to move back the
3: oh, they the tarp. They, they, and they teased it too first. Yeah. He, Wolf, Hart, Wolf, uh, Finn Hard, whatever the fuck his name is. Trevor. <laughs> Trevor pulls up a tarp and we see it, and then his flashlight goes out, and he's like, "Oh well, we I'll see come. the Ghostbusters yeah, logo." Yeah, and we're like, "I guess we'll have to come back tomorrow." It's like, shut up, movie. Like, let's <laughs> fucking fast forward through some of yeah. this.
0: <laughs> but the thing is, is when they finally reveal the Ecto One, and he's driving through. It's got all the mechanisms and whirly birds and bullshit from movie one. Not the nice title marquee that was on the (laughs) Ghostbusters two. (laughs) So I was
1: like, Okay, I guess Egon like dismantled all the fun stuff from movie two and like made
0: it part one again. I
1: think movie two does not exist in this time frame. I, that's the only possible because they can't really you don't remember New York. And some people do remember the New York event where they go up to the top of the building. If you remember them taking out Stay Puff, you're going to remember the giant Statue of Liberty walking through yeah. town. There would be fucking Republicans who'd be like. In my country, my statue walks. You know, they would never be dead. Like- and
2: also, they implied that they still had reasonably steady work after uh, stay puffed, which definitely does oh, not jive yeah. with Ghostbusters Two. Yeah,
1: I think Ghostbusters Two was wiped off the map so for this ridiculous. Thing, which.
2: Uh, oh, I'm, I'm glad
1: they did for this plot line. It works a lot better than having to acknowledge that, because then you would have to get Lewis Tully. Oh, yeah, where was Rick Moranis in this movie? He didn't he, get a cameo, He just doesn't act he anymore. He retired from acting. Well, he actually took a few roles recently, but he's very selective about what he does. And he well, did yeah. not there selective. you go. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Yeah, so I, I don't know. I like the fact that they kind of nixed uh, Ghostbusters too. Also, we get rid of the kid Oscar at that point, and we don't have to worry yeah, about just that.
2: Just to bring in three more kids, so <laughs> <laughs> but they should have made Oscar the mayor of this town. or something. Ooh, oh yeah, because yeah.
0: Oscar would be like forty-five Oscar mayor wiener. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I like so it. So Phoebe finds no, a ghost he would trap. Not be
3: forty-five. If he was an infant <laughs> in nineteen eighty-nine.
0: Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Time is a construct. Okay, John. he
2: would be like 32, which is the plausible age for a mayor in a really small town. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of town where a 32-year-old could get elected Paul mayor. Rudd could have been or, Oscar.
0: I was going to say, or a substitute teacher teaching in summer school or something.
1: Oh, nice. Okay, I like the way you guys link that together. But anyway. So, Phoebe finds a ghost trap in the floor after um, Egon points her to it, which... Yeah. Big flaw in your plan right there, Egon.
3: I feel like we've talked about the same plot point Probably. like 10 times. She takes, it,
1: she takes it to school and she's showing podcasts and Paul Rudd's like, holy shit, that's a, that's a ghost trap. You guys remember the Ghostbusters? And this is what we find out. The kids are like, dude, this happened like 20 years before you we were even born, um, which I thought was a nice little funny joke. Yeah,
3: like I don't understand why Paul Rudd's having such a hard time understanding these 12-year-olds aren't aware of Ghostbusters. Well, because Busters. it's such
1: a cultural thing that people, like 9 nine eleven man, when I was watching like TikTok and stuff like that and the kids were like, what's 9 I'm like, how? How the fuck do you not? I'm like, oh, these kids weren't born yet. So I can understand things like that being.
3: Oh, it'd be more like The fall of the Berlin Wall And you're talking to Like a 12 year old Like you yeah. didn't know That Germany was divided Or
0: the Challenger Exploded yeah. Like you'd be like Wait who's the What now What's, What stops. is NASA <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> but, You mean like SpaceX <laughs> yeah. so,
1: so Paul Paul company <laughs> So Paul Rudd Sees that they got The ghost trap And he's like Holy crap I love the Ghostbusters You don't remember this And they're like No So he explains it Finds out there's a ghost in it They decide they're gonna Open it up I loved how reckless Paul Rudd was in this movie
2: I also liked how they did this by attaching it to a school bus yeah. with some jumper cables.
1: Yep. And his, his examples like science is reckless. Like you know, you, you launch a bomb and hope you survive. You give yourself the plague and hope you find a vaccine. You're just it's a like,
2: safety pin through the nipple of academia. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's really punk rock is what he says. Weird, weird use of uh, the Buzzcocks boredom though in the middle of the movie when he's driving to the field. But um, it was very abrupt. Yeah. yeah. So they open the ghost trap. They let out a ghost, which is the uh, gatekeeper or the key master i don't know which
0: one doesn't matter one you of them. Know. maybe
3: maybe it's the same ghost he just splits into two ghosts can do that kind of shit maybe
0: i, I was hoping it was a new one because for a while it looked like a bird creature or something with well it animals. looked like
1: it was the, the dogs walking on two legs upright when it first came into the field which i was like oh they can do that now that's cool they're bipedal yeah but um they let it out it flies back to um mount doom mount what's the guy's name the devil's tower Shand- <laughs> shandor shandor mine, mine. And he flies into that. And they're like, oh, my God, we let out a ghost.
2: At what the some fuck point, did they think was going to happen? They were like, so like. They knew there was a ghost in it. Yeah. They opened it. A ghost came out. Reckless. Bada bing, bada boom.
0: And I guess like Shandor's mind works like a VIP club. One enters, one can leave. Right, because whenever that one goes back in, then we get the... Until the, it
2: hits 2 a.m., and then they all get to <laughs> the <right. late. laughs>
0: The blue ghost enters our... You one. don't have
1: to go home, but you can't stay here.
3: Go to that creepy farm. <laughs> what happened to the ghost containment unit? They mentioned the firehouse got sold, and it's a Starbucks now. In the basement of that Starbucks... Oh, that
1: exploded, bro.
3: But in the second one, did they also captured. The second ghosts? one
1: doesn't exist in this realm, oh. dude. I'm not going to tell you this again. Second one's gone. Wow. All right. Also, no, the but they mentioned Sam that they Haynes, not ghosts. a thing, bro.
3: They <laughs> said, uh, uh, like uh, absolutely that they had a bunch of business. So where are they putting all these fucking ghosts? Is it one ghost per traffic?
2: They teamed up with that EPA guy. He finally switched sides. Like any and good corporation. Walter Peck. Peck. That's right. It's true. That man does have a small dick.
0: <laughs> no, not small dick. No dick. No, no, no dick. Yeah. That's man. That is one of the best crafted jokes. Yeah. Dickless here. Is it true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. <laughs> um, they, like any good business, John, in America, they just uh, drop the containment field into the bottom of the ocean.
3: Ah, uh-huh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. that's where they're living. There's right. a really ghost. It's the ocean's lake. problem now.
0: <laughs> right. So they, so they've released the blue ghost, which is called Muncher. Muncher, is that what they nicknamed
1: it? I thought he was just.
2: I out thought and he was about. just kicking it. Yeah. yeah, he was just kicking. He was it down just out
1: and about. I think he's just been eaten away in the,
3: the vibranium
1: mine. No, for No, that's all that impossible.
3: Because once he's out, he's like chewing half the fucking town. But he doesn't have to. To be because he's in that like Yeah, just hanging place. out with the selenium mine, the selenium mine.
1: until so, they scare him out. Of that's it. the fucking like Luby's buffet for that guy. He's not leaving anytime soon. But where is That's it? golden corral to that man.
2: Uh, A real sizzler situation. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: think that he was released. Uh, they released the muncher. Listen, <laughs> He's I have on good behavior.
2: I have no evidence to back my perspective. It, it could be either. <laughs> it could be
0: either
1: or, yeah. right? Look, we're all arguing fantasy
2: here. Uh, you listeners- keep bringing
0: up the Selenium mine, and it's important to note that the, the structure of the mine is also the same structure from part one. The same selenium beams that were good for conducting paranormal energy, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So the Evor Shandor is the man who built that apartment in part one that Dana Barrett lived in. Mm-hmm. It exploded. So now we get a second option for, I guess, how many selenium well, towers did Evor Shandor build throughout America? That's my
3: question. Riddle me this. Why build a tower in Central Park if you had a whole fucking mine that could have been used the whole time? Because
1: as we discovered in Ghostbusters 2016, answer the call, cha-ching, um, <laughs> <Dunkel>. <laughs> there is the, there's the ley lines. And in New York, the ley lines cross in certain strategic areas. And that building that was made of selenium yeah. was on... On one of the points of the ley lines, they talk about it. Yeah. So
2: why did he? I'm just. I'm making shit up,
1: guys. (laughs) I'm just saying.
2: I don't understand why. If he went through all the trouble, I understand why he has the mind. He needs to get the Mm -hmm. selenium from somewhere. Why build 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 the building? Yeah. Well, or, like, why entomb yourself back in the mine if, like, you've poured all of your resources into making this building? Have you seen
1: New York retail price or rental prices? But
3: it's crazy. He couldn't afford it anymore. He had to sell. Here's the thing. If he had just stayed in the mine the first time, he would have won. Yes. Ghostbusters all the way in fucking New York. Yeah. They going to Oklahoma. Dunskies. Yeah. yeah. World's over. Like Dunsky's.
0: <laughs> Evo are really fucked up here is what we're getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Like he 1984, the Oklahoma event.
3: Yeah. You know. We, world would have been over.
0: That's it. It we wouldn't
3: be talking about this movie. (laughs) It'd
0: be a giant corn cob running through the fields instead of a marshmallow. Oh,
3: that'd be amazing.
1: (laughs) So Pippi Longstocking, a.k.a. uh, Phoebe, is uh, now got one of the proton packs that she found. Her and podcast are going to try it out. They try it out. It works wonderfully. They end up hearing a ghost inside the selenium factory that's been closed down and abandoned forever. Um, At this point, they go in to test out the gun. Kudos to these kids for having no fear whatsoever. The moment I would have seen a giant ghost, I'd be like, fuck
2: it, we're out. Like, I'm done. She says overstimulation calms her. I thought that was kind of a cute line. It was very funny. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) True. So they are going to try to catch this ghost called Muncher, which I
3: thought was going to be Slimer. I also thought it was Slimer. I thought, I was like, well, what have they done to my boy? <laughs> he
2: definitely has a Slimer bod, but with the extra limbs and looks kind of like a chunky little tardigrade. Look at yeah. the best they made of my boy. <laughs> yeah. He also uh, kind of
0: looks like that Caterpillar and Bugs Life.
2: Yeah. Uh, Heimlich? Heimlich. I don't know why I knew that. <laughs> Slimer bod is what
3: I aspire to. I'm not there yet, but one day.
0: I've been living in the full Slimer bod life my whole life, John. <laughs> Um, I want to know what that conversation looked like when they were sitting down to go Slimer or no? Like when they decided to nix Slimer out of this movie.
3: Right? If they're gonna give us Crunch Bar, they're not gonna give us Slimer. Come on! I'm
1: glad they didn't. I was like, if Slimer shows up in this, I'm officially
0: give me a like, glass a of problem.
3: green high C at the very least.
1: I expected him to escape during
0: the finale ghost out of the ground visual of some kind but we didn't even get that
1: him being in the town
2: instead they were like hey have you guys seen Star Trek Discovery (laughs) (laughs) what if Slimer but also that weird space (laughs) tardigrade yeah no that's that's it
0: I didn't really care for that ghost design too much no I didn't think Muncher was
1: interesting I thought he was cool looking
2: I thought he looked really tired and I relate Mm -hmm. yeah I was like it's been a rough year for all of us Muncher
1: (laughs) so we get a whole scene where they try to catch Muncher he gets uh, this is the same time that uh, Trevor is driving the Ecto-1 through the field completely recklessly ends up on the same road as Podcast and Phoebe He's like, hey, we're trying to capture a ghost. Get in. And so they they all get in the same car. This is where they're going to chase Muncher throughout the town, shooting off their proton pack, destroying, destroying property. Yeah, half
3: the town. But don't worry. They build it all back in one At day. At the
1: same time, uh, Paul Rudd's character and the mom it, are on a date together. And she's just like, oh, my kids. I just wish they'd get in trouble break some laws or something. And he's like, go give them time. And I'm just like, well, what is her? your
3: problem, woman? What a terrible first date. He's like, who knows? Maybe she'll become a pole dancer. And the mom's like, yeah. Yeah, maybe she will, but she's well, uncoordinated. He was, well, he was
1: trying to lighten the, mo- the mood and like kind of be like, I'll go with the extreme. And she'll be like, oh, ha, ha I'm glad that's not the case. And uh-huh. she's like, maybe. And this I'm like, good God, woman. I would never This isn't tell. the same.
0: We've seen this mentality in other movies. Like, I just want my kids to be kids. I yeah. want to just go get in some trouble. You know, like, that's what she means. She yeah. doesn't mean like go commit felonies. Break right into
1: a selenium mine or
0: something like that. Right. But
3: don't fucking like go to jail. Now, admittedly, I'm not a parent, but I feel like if someone told me. Of. Yeah. If someone told me, maybe your daughter will be a Fucking pole dancer. I'd be like, all right, pump your brakes there, bro. Too far. (laughs) A little bit. This is Paul Rudd, all right? that's true. He's got those dreamy Paul Rudd eyes. What can you do, man? say anything. I, and say. I don't know
2: what was in those weird little cocktails they were having. Oh,
3: I know. Those were strange cups. The little Buddha tiki mugs yeah. and stuff. Those Something were great.
2: alcoholic. She was obviously hammered. Listen, she showed up. <laughs> yeah, that's She's
3: true. She's
0: like, mommy's already six in. Give me another.
3: <laughs> She's just pre-gaming three bottles of wine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so while they're on their date, the kids are tearing ass through town.
3: Um, Destroying to
0: everything. Yeah. And I did kind of like that the Spinner's burger joint. The P goes out and then it spells sinners. Yeah. Oh.
3: Also, my kind of date, they must have been a date at like four o'clock because it was broad daylight. He's like, let's go to dinner at four o'clock. Well, the
1: Lubies closes in 20. How about the place with the tiki drinks? Good. The only other place in town that served food other than spinners. Yeah. Um, sinners. So the the kids get arrested and they end up in jail because of everything we just said. The mom has to go bail him out. And she's furious about this. Like, how could y'all? It's like, you literally just wanted your kids to get arrested. Not and now kind of
0: they trouble. <laughs> she was like, I wish my kids had a rap sheet. <laughs> yeah. No, man. She just means go fucking, go hit some Listen, stuff with a stick go somewhere. Go drink in the corn cobs. <laughs> that when kind you're going to go
2: put your wishes out into the universe, you got to be specific. It's a real monkey's paw yeah, situation. that's true. She, also good kind of, point. <laughs> She
1: found a monkey's paw in <laughs> Egon's
3: stuff.
2: What she should be upset with is they arrested a
3: 12-year-old and didn't call their parents parents. They let her call just a random phone number and then hung
2: up on her. Also, you know that he is pissed about the long distance charges. Oh Big time. You can't just be calling. I didn't you. think about that, but <laughs> yeah. So uh calling v- New York from a landline in Oklahoma.
1: Phoebe mm. uses her one phone call after she gets taken to jail to call Ray at his bookstore. And he was all like she's like he's like, We don't talk anymore. And she's like, Well, you know, Egon was my grandfather. He's dead now. And Ray's suddenly like, Oh, he's dead. Okay, so here's the backstory about us. And I was like, Wow, that really opened you up there, bro. He never asked for her name or nothing. Oh no. No. He was like, You're in jail? Cool. I get this all the time. What's up?
2: Listen, as many older white men, he's needed therapy for a long time and he's just going to (laughs) jump on the offer. As soon as it arrives, he's just like, Oh, an opportunity to talk about my feelings. I better seize this. I can't wait to unload my burdens on somebody. (laughs) I can't (laughs) wait to let a woman do my emotional labor for me. She's 12, bro. It's all right. got to
3: start him young. <laughs> <laughs> call me now. Um, <laughs> so so uh, yeah, they should definitely sue that cop because you don't just let 12 year olds call anybody. I don't know the the actor who
1: plays that cop, but I love him and the stuff he's been in. Yeah, um, I mean, he does a good job. He but, was
2: really fun in this with like the five lines he had. He I made a real meal out of them. He played the they,
1: shocker in um, Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, he's Lucky's father who is also the sheriff of this podunk town. Yes. I, I
2: yeah. thought he'd have a bigger role the way
3: they introduced him, but sadly right? You know, and I'm
1: like, oh, I recognize this man. What uh, yeah. else will you you do in this movie, sir? Disappear. Nothing. Lucky <laughs> just runs around town on you know, adulted as well. So, I mean, I guess maybe it's like a children of the corn yeah. situation where the parents oh. are just like, keep quiet. It won't happen to and us. These
2: cops must have like some serious union agreement where they work like four hours a day because the rest of the time there is no law enforcement no. present. There should be any very
0: little town to parole. It's a small town. <laughs> yeah. Patrol.
2: Well, everyone's on parole. <laughs> oh, they're on parole. <laughs> 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 what they're
3: missing is. Seven,
0: seven, 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 <laughs> seven, seven,
3: uh, seven. They're missing the classic ghostbuster scene of the mayor with the police chief and everyone and meeting with the Chinese food uh, talking about what's going on in my town the 32 year old mayor exactly. was not qualified for his job they could have had that they could have had Oscar the mayor talking mm-hmm. to the police mm-hmm. chief in this small ass town you know that would have been some fan service I knew we should hunt. have
1: leveled that form when we had the chance
3: uh, I had him I had him arrested who told you to do that you know they could have mimicked the whole thing
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> so Trevor and Phoebe get out on a five million dollar bond and they're out roaming the streets again
3: don't worry because the mom makes uh, Phoebe feel like an asshole for no reason and doesn't even... Bother to talk to Trevor. Trevor's just sitting at the top of the stairs, completely unpunished, even though he's the like the older one. Well, she this. goes, she
1: goes. You were supposed to be watching her. That's the extent of Trevor's punishment.
3: Yeah. Meanwhile, Phoebe, she's like, "Well, your grandfather was an asshole, and so are you." I'm like, damn, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, fucking, calm down. She's like, "I just like science." She's like, "That's the same thing your grandfather said." Boo. <laughs> You're just like, good god. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> a demon spawn child and Trevor. Yeah, she's a real counter reformation character, you know. <laughs>
1: But it's so absurd the way she just dogpiles on Phoebe. I felt so, I, I felt so bad for Phoebe. Yeah. I was like, God, which is a little bit of support, you could achieve greatness. And oh,
3: yeah. she like, just still did great. Why pretty can't goodness. you be
2: more vapid like your brother? You want to dig your way out of poverty? Ride your brilliant child's coattails. Yeah.
1: Exactly. She's fixing fucking ecto packs in the bottom basement. Yeah. That was a bunch of words I couldn't quite get out <laughs> smoothly. Ecto
2: packs <Well. laughs> in the bottom of the basement.
0: To be fair, Ghost Egon helped her fix the packs. That's
1: true. Fuck you. Don't you dare. Everyone has She a
0: even mentor. said that.
1: I know,
2: but everyone has
3: a mentor. They did cover that one plot hole. They're like, you are 12. She's like, oh, yeah, my grandfather told me. He's like, all right. I'll buy it.
1: So they get out of jail. And at this point, this is when we get the Walmart scene with the stay puffs yeah. because, uh, Paul Rudd's like, you know, he got a little side kiss and he's like, woohoo, I'm going to go eat some ice cream I'm go and go
2: celebrate with some ice cream. I mean, I to be it. fair, I
1: live that man's lifestyle. You barely get a kiss. You go get some ice cream. You fucking veg out at home. Go for it. Turn into a dog. Fuck the other person in the desert. Yeah. I love the role reversal of like. So. So to to speed this up real quick, um, Paul Rudd and the mom get possessed by the gatekeeper and the key master dogs. Vincent Zool. Yes, Vincent Zool. Thank you.
2: I love that the mom just like rips off her like whatever clothing that. into her sparkly like <laughs> ridiculous Sigourney, dress. The Sigourney uh, Weaver uh, dress
1: in the first one. Yeah, well, I
2: thought it was hilarious because I'm like, you know what? I believe that happened in the first one because I don't think Sigourney Weaver's character owned that. I, she I,
1: did, though. I think she did own that. I don't think that dress is passed down from. No, you know, no, I'm just,
2: of, no, I'm just saying that like it it appeared on Sigourney Weaver's Weaver as well, because no, Dana is not the type of person to own that. I right. agree.
0: Second chair cellist, Dana Barrett of the New York Symphony Orchestra
2: also would restorer. not
0: own something like that. Look,
1: as someone who has dated many a cellist, okay, <laughs> I've worked my way to the symphonic uh lifestyle. My point is I dated a oboe once. Not a <laughs> just cellist. A, just an oboe? Just an oboe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> not a cellist art restorer, though. She's got two talents. I, exa- I
1: guarantee you she's got that one fancy dress in there just in case.
3: Yeah, but it's not like an off-the-shoulder, barely-cover-the-boobs dress.
1: You know what? She can wear whatever she <laughs> since you brought up barely Coven
0: the broobs jest at the end of this movie Paul Rudd has his shoulder showing yes he did had sexy Paul Rudd mm-hmm. shoulder
1: well because they, they, I they like, did I see that <laughs> they, they did a role reversal because when like they right. meet up in the middle of the Oklahoma bare wastelands um, Paul Rudd is like posed like Sigourney Weaver was like she's like he's like are you the key master and she's like yeah rips off her clothes has the 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 ghost dress on so, great dress by the way I'm now convinced
0: that Vincent Zool and Gozer have been bungling around around through the eons and the decades trying to come back to earth do they really not know one another when they find each other hey you the key master on the gate like no, Big Vince, it's me. Zool, Excuse come me, on, let's do bo- eyed lady,
1: are you the one that's supposed to be boning me down? Okay, let's do this.
0: Well, from
3: our perspective, they are these terrifying demons. From the demon perspective, they're like the fucking three stooges of deities. The rest of Tobin's spirits guide is like, there goes Zool again. Gozer is a real <laughs> Mo. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Gozer would be the Mo. <laughs>
1: So uh
3: like goeser the failarian
1: <laughs> they bang it out and then they end up that unleashes zool's so they so real quick as a backstory uh egon has there's a there's a giant well of sacrifice inside this mine that um is where gozer is supposed to be able to come out of um but Egon has uh, aimed these proton packs to kind of periodically go off and keep the the power Which at bay. I they.
0: super love. This is one of my favorite parts yes. of the movie, is these uh, proton pack turrets that are just set to blast into each other, cross four streams, and directly hit this. To
1: reverse the gate that keeps trying to bubble up yes. because Evo, Sh- Evo Shandor has created this altar to to bring Gozer out. Yeah, or, yeah Gozer. And when they showed
0: that off, I was like, Oh, I'm in now. This is fucking cool as shit. Explains
1: why he's there. And he's set up, Egon set up camp there. And it was, it was great to see the depths that he had gone to the, the links that he had really like given himself to this lifestyle to prevent this thing from happening. So that was awesome to see. But anyway, by them banging out, um, he ends up like Vince and Zool, Vince and Zool end (laughs) up. uh, There's a lot of people trying to bang in this movie. (laughs) So we just want to make sure we keep it straight. They, they end up opening the gate. So the altar, the big, uh, Cathedral altar comes right. up. Well, and z-
0: possessed, uh, possessed. Paul Rudd comes and grabs one of the proton turrets and blasts and the, other the other ones, ones. and destroys yep. the whole mechanism. So then they're able to release Zul, which they also have a nice like stepped area temple right there at the base of the mountain. I guess that
2: Evor well, you know built. What? Uh yeah, Gozar needs somewhere to lounge.
0: <laughs> Which so. is right wherever she gets off the airport, she goes <laughs> yeah. and sits at the chilies right there in the at the tarmac and has herself a uh, fucking. Uh, oh, she's a big lounger. Yeah, highball and some cheese sticks. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I'm she's think of like the blooming onion thing.
2: I'm gonna drink this gigantic uh, blue raspberry margarita. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it probably takes a lot out of you coming from one plane to the other. Right? I can
2: only imagine. So Plus, that's a resting chair. She just had to deal with some entitled dude waking up from his glass and two men being like let's rule the world together that's fuck true. that get out of my how face how about a little
1: respect though if, if it wasn't for Shandor Zul or Gozer wouldn't even be there
3: well she just had to watch Vincent Zul fuck it up anyway being like are you the key master like she's like God you too like Mark said, right she's watching all this like can you just hurry up here <laughs> she's yelling at the screen just fuck already <laughs> let's go Bustin makes me live
2: <laughs> that's what I say every time I watch a movie <laughs> just fuck already
1: <laughs> oh boy that was Tom a- and Jerry remake huh <laughs> Shindor's yeah. list was a rough watch with you, let's just put it that
0: way.
3: A lot um, of tension in that one.
0: <laughs> so the yeah, so the the glass-encased Evor Shandor, his corpse has been laying there for over 100 years or something, right? 75. Well-preserved, you're right. 75 years. Well, over 100 years by my <laughs> count. Um but he he wakes up again. I guess there was some incantation he got that let him come back to life?
2: I mean, I guess his Ghost repopulated his body. I don't no, know. No, no,
1: he was he was just in stasis. Like when you fuck with the Tobin Spirit Guide, you learn a few things to keep yourself around a little bit longer. So this is some Wayland yutani shit.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh fuck yeah! He was just waiting patiently. He was awake that whole time. <laughs> okay. Well, he did like half wake up and he's like, "Whoa, oh no, but... Are well, you a god? What, <laughs> that was
0: right whenever the 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 uh, ghost invasion was yeah. about to happen before the trap shot it down. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: So there so was a spell involved. He I half know. wakes up like once a day and then it's like oh not my t- how disruptive that would be man every for,
3: for 75 years once Just a day sort of like, kind of wake up is it time yet
2: no I mean All I right. would say most people who live to 75 have woken up once a day for 75 years <laughs> 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 alright fair point fair what point.
0: a nuisance I could still be asleep but another day rolls <laughs> <laughs> it's like
1: I'm gonna need to check your math real quick I'll be right
0: yeah. back
3: alright math checks <laughs> out so well,
0: Gozer Zool and like any Vince. good lackey Ivor Shandor gets ripped in half by the thing he's bringing back and this is I'm getting a little tired of this too. This happens. He did fuck up.
1: He did say, I brought you back. Now we can rule together. If you ever summon a God, be like, what can I do for you? Good point. (laughs) You're in charge. I'm just here. You want a That's margarita?
3: Funny. Some cheese sticks? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Good chilies. <laughs> I'm just a dude trying to
1: get a little kibble, okay? That's hey. all I'm saying. She didn't
3: even ask him, are you a god? She's just like, i got no oh, time for your nonsense. She knew. Did you see yeah. that mustache? There's no
1: no god over that his mustache. is weird
3: little Edwardian outfit. <laughs> <laughs> this is not god behavior. I
1: thought he had a sash on at first, but then I realized it was like a cross design oh. that was sewn into it. His... No, he looked like he came from a parade.
0: <laughs> he did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is definitely the grand marshal of a
1: parade somewhere. <laughs> Welcome back to glorious Shandor days. So yeah, he wakes up... Gets Ripped in half, that was really cool. I was a little upset that it wasn't a little more like visual mm-hmm. because they do it real fast and real out of the way to kind of keep that PG yeah. rating. Well, they
3: were running out of time for all this good stuff because they had to show a bunch of his. I uh, guarantee you, this was to, to not everything
1: too gruesome to keep that PG sure. rating.
0: But it's during this point of the resurrection of Gozer where the quote unquote ghosts run amok in oh. our tiny town of Somerville, and unfortunately. Our running amok only consists of like two ghosts. Yeah.
3: There's the ghost farmer miner dude.
0: Who's sitting at a bar, gets himself a cup of coffee. Yeah, just chilling. and
2: Scarcely running amok.
3: Yeah, that's true. He's more just sitting sitting amok.
0: (laughs) And then we had the ghost from the cartoon appear. The real Ghostbusters toy that is purple and has an eyeball in his head.
2: Uh, Oh, I didn't know he was from somewhere. Uh,
0: I had that toy as a
1: kid.
2: I haven't uh, seen any real Ghostbusters ever. What? Well, as someone him. who
1: has seen a lot of them, I didn't remember that motherfucker.
2: Yeah, I didn't either, remember so. him either.
1: But. I had all the toys as a kid. I had the
0: Ecto-1, man. Oh. That was the thing I was into as a kid was the real Ghostbusters. Yeah, same.
3: I wanted so, that firehouse toy that opened up so yeah. bad. Did not get that. Then my parents are like, what are we... Your parents didn't make playset money? No, not my even My parents didn't make
1: playset money. I was lucky to get a car. I didn't yeah. get the Turtle Lair. I didn't get Castle Grayskull. I didn't oh. get the I did the get the a firehouse. Technodrome. You got a Technodrome?
0: My parents got me a Technodrome. Bro,
3: I don't want to hear about you don't have play set money with the Technodrome and the Ecto-1 over there. You're living my dream childhood. I get those little mini play sets where it's like the ooze drops down on top of the
1: turtle. You're like, fucking great. Where's the sewer?
2: (laughs) And as I think I've discussed on this podcast before, I spent my childhood digging a lot of holes in the backyard. (laughs)
1: Looking for (laughs) graboids.
0: Hey, whatever it takes to keep yourself entertained. I did
2: live in rural Nevada.
0: (laughs) But yes, that was one nod. So yeah, I was like, okay, so is the real it's not i'm thinking too much into it they're not going to put the real ghostbusters Let me in stop this you right there right. no yeah <laughs> but it was a nice little nod but again like at least in part 1 you saw new york yeah. go crazy with these ghosts it should have been easier to do a contained smaller town ghost
1: breakout than what we got.
3: Also, they did it with 1984 technology and they couldn't get more than
2: two ghosts in 2021. Look,
1: budget like, issues, guys. Budget stuff, I'm sure.
3: But yes.
2: They I, could have leveled that town and it would have cost, yeah. It none. does not cost
3: that much money to make some translucent people. Okay? I would have liked <laughs>
0: to have seen Gozer going through the town doing
3: something. Gozer doesn't do this anything This is the thing that drives me movies. nuts about Gozer. Every, it's like the
1: first time Gozer didn't do is like name your destroyer. Well, yeah. Gozer's
3: like, job then is just to summon the destroyer. Gozer yeah. is
1: just an evil hedonism bot. Yeah,
3: right.
1: <laughs> just a like lounging. Mouth, he's like like the mouth of Sauron meets hedonism bot. Yeah, but well she's like clearly it. got like badass pink
0: laser abilities, like lightning hands and shit. She
2: doesn't like to have to do anything. Right, wow. you don't become
3: a god to do everything yourself.
0: Have you ever heard the saying, Gozer? If you want something done right, do
1: it yourself. She also is really weirdly friendly with those dogs. Like in a real awkward kind of
3: way, She'll she's
1: like
0: rubbing the faces of them, and
3: uh, yeah, you don't pet your dog's like, face. This
1: is a family friendly movie. Okay, okay? I'm we're not, we're not going there. I'm just saying, <laughs> we don't know what happens in Shandor Town or, <laughs> or <laughs> Oklahoma in large. I'm hey. <laughs> just kidding. No offense to our Country Oklahoma listeners. Country girls make do. <laughs> <Good> God.
3: <laughs>
1: and new podcast.
2: So, um, so
3: Gozer's fucking it all up as usual. She's getting tricked by some kid who's telling her bad jokes. Phoebe and podcast. Uh, go to rescue... uh, Trevor's there, too.
1: They go to, like, basically... They find out that uh, Egon's... Farm is a giant trap. So they're trying right. to lure Gozer out to get trapped inside this giant farm trap.
3: So Egon created a, a trap. Real trap on, house. <laughs> oh. Uh, Egon created a trap on wheels that could go 60, 70 miles an hour because it also drives in front of the Ecto 1. You're talking about the RC? Yeah, it's like car. a little battle bot. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible how fast it can go for. <laughs> That'd be
1: a great battle bot. just sucks the other battle bot inside. <laughs> of yeah. uh,
3: so, they, so while Phoebe's distracting Gozer with her bad jokes, uh podcast drives it under one of the dogs opens it and can you so the dogs are susceptible to the traps
1: the the demon part of the dogs is susceptible to traps. really
3: could have used that in part one that would have been powerful information for them to have
1: the thing that's weird is the dogs seem to possess the people and they turn into dogs, but you can suck the dog out and they can turn back into people. Yeah, it doesn't well, make so any weird. sense.
0: So the, the Ghostbusters in part one never actually encountered the dogs until the end where Gozer was already walking out of the gate.
3: Oh, all right. That's fair. You that's know
0: what fair, I mean? They yeah. not, they had no opportunity to try to trap.
3: Them. Okay, fair point. That's true. They already had bigger problems. The Gazarian had arrived. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's what I say when I walk into every golden corral. <laughs> the
3: Gazarian has arrived.
0: <laughs> Sit me at my throne of beef.
2: Uh, Wheel the cheese fountain over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I only need seven plates cleaned.
3: The so. waiter's like, choose your destroyer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
0: that's you what I tell unbuttoned. the toilet when I get you just, home. You just unbutton the top button. You're like,
3: it's
1: already here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need extra uh, plates. It'll be oh. the cheese
3: fountain today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, they they free the mom, who's now like, oh, my God, my kids are right. Ghostbusters. They this manage to trap Zool,
0: which yes. releases the mother from the grasp of Zool's possession.
3: Now, why doesn't she get trapped inside a, a rock dog body?
0: Because we haven't exploded Gozer yet. Yeah.
3: Okay. The so dogs, the
1: dogs—the dogs only turn a
0: char once you defeat Gozer.
3: Not if you suck their ghost spirit yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay.
0: But yeah. I okay. did like the effect that once Zul is sucked into the trap, Gozer's now like half corporeal skeleton thing, yeah, wandering cool. around. Like I'm partially still here, but I need to free my animal from the trap to regain my full power. It's a
1: real bad play, man. To be able to like these dogs are what like allows me to be whole. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. there. You go. Put them in a kennel. Yeah, out of sight,
0: out of mind, and Get then behind Mama. <laughs> right. You know. Then you're invincible.
3: Or you put them in a trap and invincible? you hide them. In- <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like it. Anyway, uh, so they run them back to the house, and they they got go 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 gozer and
1: Paul Rudd uh, in dog form are chasing Vince are yes. chasing uh them back to the
3: house. They're on the dirt trap. They turn it on. They step on the trap, and it fails again. Just like it did at the beginning. it's Total, callback. total, just failure. Real Chekhov's failed farm. Yeah, exactly. Just I a feel bust. like
0: Ghost Egon should have had the girl fix it before this final
1: climactic moment. Great point. Had a bunch of other <laughs> shit to fix. Hey,
0: you <laughs> know that, that one the thing that's
3: costing
1: my life? I might want to go ahead and address that right away he
3: was very busy doing other ghost shit all right you don't know how busy it is being a ghost
1: (laughs) he's talking about twinkies to other ghosts
3: he he had time to play a game of chess that was suddenly very popular
1: we're not doing this final scene justice it's a really great scene where the the kids are kind of trying to set up a stand to to really trap gozer and it almost works and then the power fails and then Gozer kind of like feels emboldened pulls lucky off the porch who's has the uh Pulsar proton beam, pack. proton pack beam, like wrapped around Gozer, pulls her into the yard, turns her into the other dog. So now Gozer's back at full power. Right. Shit I, is about to go down. I
0: quite enjoyed Zool possessing someone else in this chaotic madness. I thought that was
1: neat. I like the fact that Zool can do that on the go. Yeah. Or uh, Gozer can do it on the go. Like, hey, whoever you need, just grab somebody. Let's go. Give me yeah. back to full power. At that point, it looks like everything's about to go to smash. Out of nowhere, guess who walks up?
3: Superman. (laughs) 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 He-Man.
1: Come on,
0: John. It was in movie two.
3: I should have said He-Man. You're right. (laughs) Uh, I thought it was going to be ( grenades) He-Man.
0: But yes, finally, the original three living members of the ghost team show up. And this didn't do much for me.
2: It was fine. It was just so... Like they gave Bill Murray too many lines. Yeah.
3: I don't know. I was like, am I getting older? Cause his Bill Murray shtick just didn't work on me this time. I was
0: just, I, I'm, I wish that they could have been more involved in the main plot at some point. Like just having them wheel out as the, Hey, we've got our MacGuffin to win the battle. It, in to this case, honest. the three Ghostbusters are kind of the MacGuffin or at least enough to, Uh, distract Gozer to lose.
3: I liked, I think that phone call would have been enough to go way back to like seven hours ago when we started this podcast. Cut the fucking ties, man. Let it go. Let it go. Also, I mean, they're getting old. Like we can't be wheeling them out in 20 more years when they're all in wheelchairs when we're remaking Ghostbusters again. Like, just I, let it go. But the, the plot is so heavy
0: dependent on Egon, dude. You can't just cut them out. Yeah. You have to have them in this film. There's, there's too much of a connection between those Well, characters. that goes
3: all the way back to make new shit. Sure.
0: And <laughs> which we're all on board with. When But
1: they chose not to, so we're going to have to yeah. be on board for this for the time being.
0: When they were talking about making Ghostbusters 3 in the mid-2000s, I didn't want it to happen. In that one, they were going to bring hell to Earth and some weird deaf hell post-apocalyptic New York thing and then never got off the ground and I'm glad it did and I was like I don't want that you guys need to stop
1: but we got that plot line in the Ghostbusters video game which was also canon for the Ghostbusters series you think it's still canon Uh, not anymore but it was at the time that
3: was a fun game I like that game it was a decent
1: game yeah that was actually the Ghostbusters 3 movie but in video game form because that's how they could do it right um but
0: I would have liked again like just remove Finn Wolfhard and put in Winston Zedmore or one of the other characters it doesn't have to be all three of them but if you had one of them kind of going through this events of their dead colleague's life, it would have felt
3: more natural when the other two show up. If it was gonna be it still be an Egon story, it should have been Ray, but they probably couldn't. I mean, I'm guessing Dan Acker doesn't want to act in them.
2: They were kinda of like the Deus I Ex mocking. Yeah, I was gonna say I I was gonna say like I wish that the kids had defeated Gozar instead of Deus X stance.
0: Yeah. Right. So that's my only problem with it. But, you know, I guess some people are just gonna be like, oh, finally, they're back in the movie. But for me, I was like, of course, this is when they enter the movie.
1: Well, the kid, Phoebe does use Egon's proton pack. So she fills in for Egon. She's the Egon surrogate. Then you Mm -hmm. find out that he's actually there in ghost, like Jedi ghost form, like holding the the proton pack with her.
2: And then Finn Wolfhard zaps the big silo thing to make the trap. Fully and,
1: powered. Yeah, the electric generator which powers the traps. And, yep, and so they catch Gozer. Like that's it. And I, I appreciated that this was not a just reverse the stream, send her back to the gate. They actually caught Gozer.
3: I did like they tried that right when the when the three Ghostbusters come, they cross the streams just like in the first one, and this time Gozer just rips the streams apart. Yeah, I did appreciate that. Again, scene. this this yeah, whole scene cool. is
1: very well escalated. They do a really and everyone's dealing with their own problems. Podcast is fighting little mini marshmallow men in the car.
0: And um, Gozer's
2: apparently been working out. Oh, because- <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah.
1: For me, though, when Gozer has to say the are you a god line again, I was like, again, and just so much of dip it into the same well again instead of like just kind of little nods to it.
3: And they all like do their thing, right? Like raise like by the order of the EPA and the city and state of Somerville County. It's like and then
1: Winston goes, I'm getting too old for this shit.
3: Yeah, pretty much. Right. <laughs> and then Bill Murray tries to do his little shtick of distracting her with just yeah. Improv and it was like eh. so they
1: catch Gozer, and then at this point, the Ghostbusters have a little goodbye moment with uh Egon's ghost. They're kind of looking in, like, see you later, buddy. And he's just kind of like nods, like, see you later, douches. And uh, <laughs> then the kids are all like, oh my god, you're, you're all okay. The one thing that pissed me off during this, <clears throat> this final scene though is at one point, the mom is laying on the ground, be like, do something, you guys. I'm like, get up and help your you're children. The mom.
0: Like, I think that this whole movie's crux for you is the mother's bad
1: behavior. She is so bad. Like, her children are in danger <laughs> well, at this she point. she does.
3: She steps on the trap. Well,
1: yes, but, like, before that, before the before Phoebe goes, go step on that button and pull that lever, she's just like, get them, guys, do something. And I'm like, you do something. Get well, up and
3: help your at, children. At the end, when Wolf's uh, got the uh, fucking batteries going, she gets up, runs, and steps on the trap. She's the one who captures... The Gazarian. After being told what to do by a child. Well, how is she going to know? Science hey, is not her strong hey, point. She makes good quesadillas. Look at your
1: fucking surroundings, lady. Be aware of where you and your kids are in.
3: Are you going to, I mean, I don't I don't expect to. She's a bad mom, but you're asking a lot for her to know that she needs to flip a switch and step on a track. Don't just lay on the ground. Because up until that point, she was just laying on the ground, be like, "Get them, guys!" And it's like, "Get
1: up! Get out of the line of danger! Bum rush the dogs! Do something!"
2: I did have a problem with the movie's internal logic in this scene, not just you know writing a faulty character, where once they do get the giant trap working and it sucks all of these swirling ghosts out of the sky. Well, let's
0: let's describe the trap, right? So it's a it's a field with probably seventy five to one hundred. Traps Individual that the Ghostbusters ghost traps, use yeah. then all open at once, right? Once you hit the uh, the foot pedal.
2: Yeah. And there's this like swirling vortex of ghosts that's centered on the farm. And once they activate the traps, they all get, you know, sucked up into these traps.
1: The ones all over town and in the sky get sucked back to this point.
2: Every ghost gets sucked up except for Egon, because apparently these traps can differentiate between good ghost and evil ghost. But I do feel like that, you know, you could have still had like a meaningful glance at all of the people you love as he gets sucked up into the trap and kind of self-sacrifices. Or maybe
1: Gozer's got her hands on the ground where she's not quite sucked in and he has to jump on top of her and he gives him like the like, I'll see you guys later. And then like pushes her down into the trap and sacrifices himself. To seal the deal. Something like sure. that.
0: I think that would service the story better, but don't... I don't know if you picked up on this, but this movie is also a love letter. Oh, Harold very Ramis. Very much as their,
1: like, goodbye, my man.
0: Also, they yeah.
3: only paid for two uh, Harold Ramis uh, CGI actions. He can <laughs> nod his head, and he can raise his arm and make, like, a a the Listen, stroking motion. They've only unlocked two emotes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, they got to play a lot more Ghostbusters. You can't teabag yet. <laughs> yeah. Or they're going to need to buy some loot boxes, but they haven't got to it yet.
0: I so. was actually A-OK with the, the little amount that he did. Yes. I did not want to see him try to move a CG mouth.
2: Yeah, I'm glad he couldn't talk and he just, but I, to me, it would have been more effective if he You're had correct. just gotten sick with the rest of the ghosts. Right. So. He should
0: have gone down with the ship,
1: so to speak.
2: Yeah. yeah. Never or the Gozarian. Oh the
1: USS here <laughs> But yeah, so they, they capture Gozer, they say goodbye to Harold Ramis or Egon, sorry. They say goodbye to Egon and Harold Ramis at the same yeah. time.
3: Because they say four Harold. Yeah. It during the movie. Yeah, that was really weird. It. They don't even wait
1: for the credits, they're just like four Harold. Like the moment well, that scene ends, you're like, I get what you're doing there, but yo.
3: It was confusing because then it does say that, and it seems like the movie's gonna end, but there's one scene left. It's just though of the Ecto one driving in New York,
2: and I didn't really understand what they were telling me. Well, when when, um Winston sees Ecto-1, he's like, what did they do to you? Don't yeah. worry, I can take you home and get you all cleaned up. So he's just driving it back to New York so you could...
0: Well, don't forget, Egon stole that car.
3: Sure. No, yeah. I totally... But, like, they could have just ended with the Four Herald. Like, I thought it was cool to hear the Ghostbusters theme and see them driving well, in New York. Well, they wanted you to
1: show that the Ghostbusters were back, baby.
0: I
3: hope not. They all need to retire. They don't need to be hunting ghosts.
0: Well, one of the characters of the original Ghostbusters is New York. So oh. I, feel like they, I think they just needed to show York New York plays itself,
3: baby. Taking yeah. the Ghostbusters out of New York was also a huge strike
2: against playing this the movie. role of New
1: York, Boston.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait yeah. a minute. Let's be real; it's always Toronto. <laughs> yeah.
1: So the movie wraps up. We get the credits. We get the Ghostbusters theme, and then we get a random post-credit scene or mid-credit scene where Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver are doing the like little psychic test from the first one, and she's shocking him, and he's getting it right, and. She's like, you marked the cards. And he's like, yeah, I did. Ha ha ha. Which I guess they're back
3: together again. I don't know. But I'll tell you what, that was a really charming scene. I was like, God, so Courtney Weaver is just the best. It was a charming scene, but it was just like, it raised a lot of questions that
1: I was like, uh, don't introduce this during the credits if you're not willing to talk I about it. kind of just felt like it wasn't part of
0: the movie. Also, it I think it, really it was like, it, let's just do a fun scene where we do this thing.
2: Yeah. It really illustrated to me how great the Ghostbusters ladies are looking and how rugged the men are looking. Because I think Sigourney Weaver mm-hmm. both look great. Look,
1: Truth, having to put up with you all shit, that's why we look the way we do. Boom. Yeah. Boys rule, girls drool. I'll tell <laughs> you, it just wasn't fair to put Bill. <laughs> the- High five or High what? We are about to get beat with a fucking sock full of soap, you guys. It wasn't
3: fair to Bill Murray to put him next to Sigourney Weaver, who is looking just aces for her I age.
1: don't think that these guys for his OLR look bad. They just they look they like just look
2: old like, like old but men. I'm just saying that Sigourney Weaver looks exceptional and, uh, and Annie Potts, Potts looks Oh, my lovely. God. Like, whatever
1: they're doing, fucking spread the word, because I'd love to look that good when I'm half their age. Yeah. Ge- you are half their age. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs>
2: yeah. oh and God. I do not. Probably more than half
1: their age. Isn't it so weird that I still think of myself as like a twenty-year-old fuck up? And I'm like, mm. no, it happens to me all the time. Oh, and God. then I see
0: myself in the mirror. I'm like, oh no,
1: <laughs> the <beard laughs> what has is so, The beard is so white now. Uh, so anyway, that's Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, all in all, I really, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was really good compared to what I thought it might be. I thought they did a really good job of like. I, I just wish there was a little more fresh stuff in it.
2: I'll agree. It was more fun than I expected it to be. The trailer made it look much more serious, I thought, and I didn't have high expectations going in. I was pleasantly surprised.
0: I think that it runs a little long. I would have enjoyed it a lot more if we had cut out some of the Finn Wolfhard stuff, some of the town building stuff that really wasn't relevant to the overall plot. Um, But you're right. I kind of was on the same page of like, if I have to have another one, It could have been a lot worse. I think it's fine. I think everybody should check it out if you're a fan of the original. I still
3: think it's boring. Three hours later, I was still bored.
1: Are you planning on watching it again later when it comes out just to Uh, see if you still feel the same way?
3: Absolutely not. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I mean, maybe if it's for free somewhere, like on Netflix or something, then I can fast forward through like 30 minutes of it. I think if this movie were a tight 90 minutes, uh, it would have been a lot better. A lot
2: better. Totally agree. It would be a lot stronger um, with a few more cuts, but... Overall, not bad.
0: I still like Ghostbusters 2 more than this one. Get fucked. Yo, here's my hot
3: take. I think 2016 Ghostbusters is better than this one. Oh, Oh,
2: no. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: Oh, wait. Better than this one.
3: Better. Yes. I would rather, if they were the two in front of me, I would pick the 2016 one. uh, Answer the call. I would pick answer the call (laughs) every time. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? let's uh
1: let's all put our well, on twitter and uh the instagram we'll basically put our rankings up for everyone to see you can uh berate us or agree with us online mark hit them with where they can get more grave talk stuff
0: thegravetalk.com we also have social media pages at instagram facebook and twitter and we're gonna be back with something that I don't know what we're
1: doing next. I don't know if next one's our Christmas episode or not. If it's our Christmas episode, we're doing Anna and the Apocalypse, the weird
0: musical zombie, musical. zombie thing, right? Yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: which will be interesting. Our first musical, I believe. Think so.
0: And John over here is a musical man.
3: I love yeah. a good musical. So Maybe.
0: he's looking forward to it. Alex I,
3: has a music major,
1: but
0: I
3: don't I, I, think she knows
1: shit about zombies, so I guess we'll find out.
2: That's fair. <laughs> Are you didn't minor in zombies? Uh well I did minor in European history, so kind of Okay.
1: <laughs> minor, I hardly know her. Hey oh man. speaking of bad jokes in this movie, um, I enjoyed uh I liked her jokes. bad jokes. Yeah, they're yeah. fine. It's a I, good
3: character trait and the actress. Did it really well? They were like everyone said. The actors were all great in this film. So yeah, we
1: got a couple other films coming up. I don't know when they're going to be coming out, but we've got um, antlers at some point. I think we're going to do. Um, so as soon as that's available, I think we're going to check that one out. We do have our 150th episode coming up in the near future. Uh, Hopefully, we'll have something special for that. I'm excited to talk about that movie. We've
3: assaulted listeners 150 times. Yeah, damn.
1: You know. Anyway, uh, listeners, we love you guys. Thank you so much for you know sticking with us this long and sticking with us to at least 150. Uh, hit us up give us a rate like subscribe all that shenanigans that's needed to get the word out share the podcast you know let your friends and family know smash that thing. like
3: button hit the bell uh, twitch.com slash grave talk do we if have you, a twitch
1: we do have a twitch i oh, don't yeah. know what the uh, the, the account <laughs> is but if you have any recommendations for
0: movies or cold opens you'd like us to do hit us up on any of those platforms that we mentioned until then stay safe out there and we'll see you next time